0: Hey, I'm Kyron. And this is Joel. And meet us at the Firewalker concert after this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I am doing very well, Joel. Very well. Lovely. Thank you for Lovely asking. Lovely to hear. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. Um. Yeah, what's been going on? What's been happening? Oh, look, honestly, not a lot, man. It's
0: uh, kicking in a high gear at at work, and... We did just wrap up Spider Man last week, which was yep. As much as I loved it, it was sort of a, it was a nice thing to be to be finished with. So of course, yeah, naturally, I went and picked up like another sixty hour game because I'm a clever boy.
1: Uh, oh, nice! I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I I I slogged through another game which we can't talk about. The one that I played uh, on this episode because it's for a future project. Tease, tease. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Um. <laughs> But uh I did play something related to it. Uh so nice. we're talking about that as well. But um but yeah apart, apart from, from that, that I haven't yeah. really been yeah, haven't really doing much. I've just been working flat out. Finished Bojack, um,
0: finished that now and uh
1: that was an yes, experience. That yeah, was a ride. Finished, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I finished Bojack. Um I started watching Maniac. I haven't on, gotten there
0: yet. That's on my list. Quite literally yeah, like, I I added it to my Netflix list. <laughs>
1: Nice. Nice. I, I, I'm like three episodes deep, I think. I think it's like 11, 12 episodes long, but, um, it's interesting. I like it. I really do like it, but it's, it's, it's weird. It's super weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's by the guy who directed the first season of True Detective, which was awesome.
0: The good season. Uh,
1: And yeah, the, the, the only season I think in most people's opinion. Yeah. Um, um, but also this week just got announced that he's going to be directing the next Bond movie in the wake of Danny Boyle leaving. So that's pretty cool. Should be interesting. Mm, yeah, he has a, definitely has a really good visual style and I think it'll probably suit Bond fairly well. So it, I think it's good that they're sort of going with another offbeat director to sort of step into the shoes of Danny Boyle, who's definitely uh, got a, an interesting style about him. So Yeah, but you, you, you know what um, know also got this week, Joel? What we get?
0: We got our we got our first Captain Marvel trailer.
1: We did. Yes. Oh, boy. And yeah, like, that uh, that shit looks good.
0: Like yeah, I was going to say editing aside, uh it was enough to get me excited oh, yeah. for Brie yep. Larson as oh what is it it's Carol Danvers? Uh
1: Carol Danvers, yeah. yeah. Carol Danvers. Yeah. yeah. Um have you okay, a couple of things about that though. Yep. First of all, the poster. Have you seen the thing about the poster? The cat, yes. Yes, so in the poster, there's actually a cat, like the butt of a cat, basically walking out of the shot. Uh, in darkness, you can't really see it unless you sort of zoom in. But once you know it's there, you can't not see it. Basically, um, but yeah, they are. It's that that's to do with the fact that um, Carol Danvers has a cat. She has a cat in the in the comics and things like that. So um, it looks like that might be a thing in this movie. Um, the cat, cat in confirmed. the comics apparently is like, yeah, well, like, apparently it's a, the cat in the comics is like a, another a, like alien race. And apparently in like the canon of like one of the Marvel runs, um, rocket raccoon is the first one to figure out that it's actually an alien. Um, and I believe that the cat's name is Wookie. So, nice. um, which is great. I mean, they can, they can get away with that too, because you know, they can Disney. So it's all on the Disney, um, Exactly, so they they can definitely get away with that uh, with with uh, having that cat in there being called Wookie, which I thought was kind of neat. Um, but have you seen the other th- the, the the more controversial thing that's gone down on Twitter the last couple of days? And I, again,
0: yes, I know. Is is this the smiling thing?
1: I d- yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So there was a, ho- a whole thing about um, uh, people were saying, you know, oh, the trailer would have been so much better if like Brie Larson smiles in, it. oh, why is she Jesus always so? Christ. Like Brie Larson looks like she needs to take a nap, and it's all this sort of fucking horseshit. It's just um, stupid bullshit. So she, what it is. It is, and so she sort of fought back. I, I think in a pretty decent way, and um, was at, you know replying to people about it, and then um, someone fixed, quote unquote, fixed uh the capt- some of the shots from the trailer by um using like a um face swap photo editor, basically giving ca- um captain marvel a smile in all okay. these shots
0: it was pretty funny
1: and it's like okay cool yeah but then she sort of bit back everyone was like yeah there i fixed it and she <laughs> bit back and was like all right cool let's you want to continue that trend and she went back and got a whole bunch of the old marvel posters for some of the other ones um like uh captain america and iron man and put these like weird man the smiles look super unsettling in them they
0: really do um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, the, the the fucking the Captain America one especially. He's got like this weird snarl, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Um,
0: Those but, ones were even funnier. Like just
1: yeah, and just in
0: general, just shut up, really. About oh, Brie yeah. Larson should be smiling more. Like wh-
1: Get out of here, god damn it! I did love that her tweet when when the trailer dropped and the poster dropped. She she. Tweeted a picture of the poster and said, Look, Mum, I'm a superhero and I was like, Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> that's she's so gonna adorable. She's
0: gonna have an action figure, which was another thing that she was Fuck tweeting yeah. about.
1: She's the best. I fucking love Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah, MB like the Adams
0: I'm, for life, man. I'm so psyched that she's finally in the uh in the Marvel universe. Like Brie Larson yeah, is yeah. good. I like her.
1: Yeah, and she's great. There was a great good- photo of her and Alison Bree working out together the other day. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's uh, fucking awesome."
0: She's gonna make a yeah. She's gonna make a great Captain Marvel, and I'm just super keen for the movie, and obviously, obviously, super keen for the second part of Infinity War to see what she ends yeah. up doing.
1: And just well, I think it's bring I'm, it on. I'm, it's an interesting point. Interesting point that was brought up by the kind of funny guys. Um, they were like saying how like had this not been the movie that it is and with the implications that are tied to it, because we know this is going to fill in some of the gaps and some of the things that we need to know to get us prepared for that second part of infinity war. Um, they were like, Oh, I probably wouldn't be as excited. And I was like, yeah, I, I can see that. Like I, I like it's a new character sort of on the edge, but I mean, I remember when guardians got announced and I was just fucking beside myself. I, I had no idea who the guardians of the galaxy were, but man, I was, when I was reading about it, I'm like, Yes, uh, this sounds amazing. I'm, I mean, I'm in. Please I think, give me this.
0: I think I still would have been pretty excited, first of all, because finally, mm. like, a female superhero will take center stage on the Marvel I think slate, so, yeah. like, as much as, like, Black Widow's in there, but she's not, never really, like, the central figure, and I think that's going to be it's great. It's the first,
1: like, f- feature-length movie with a female superhero in the yes. Marvel universe. So.
0: And that's even with cool. my limited knowledge of, like, the comics and all that, like, just design-wise, like, Captain Marvel's suit looks really cool. And there's a particular like, them, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And I i do really like the short haired Captain Marvel, but I'm just I'm here for both of them. Just 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 get Captain Marvel and yep. just inject it into my eyeballs and
1: I'll enjoy the hell out of it. I love the uh the Mohawk helmet that you've yeah. got. They've given <laughs> yeah. you know, that as well. I'm like, that's fucking rad. It looks so cool. Yeah, it's gonna be um, I reckon it's gonna be good. Like it's Iron
0: Man helmet. It's a ways off, like next mm. March, but uh I'm ready for it.
1: Yeah. It's early March, but yeah, no, fucking man, give me the scrolls, man. I'm ready for that. I you hope that I mean? they're building up to maybe Secret Invasion. That'd be so cool if they did that.
0: I say that. That's the big question, um, isn't it? Now that now that they're going to be like brought into the fold, like they've mm-hmm. got, especially now I don't think with Disney f- completely and wholly acquiring. That Fox stuff, so and like they confirmed, yeah. I'm pretty sure like Bob, Bob from Disney confirmed that Kevin Feige will be t- like at least overseeing future X Men installments after Fox's run finishes up yep. next
1: year. So, well, that's the thing too. Apparently, the scrolls are pretty heavily tied to the Fantastic Four, so that's um what everyone's got everyone's tongues wagging as well. Like it's um let's go. We <laughs> might get a uh, we might get a Fantastic Four movie that doesn't fucking suck. Wouldn't that be um, a, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a miracle? Like. They, they. No, well, I mean, we're we've already got we've already got two of them. It's called The Incredibles and The Incredibles Two. Like that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: That's, that's Let's just make funky, them like MCU the... canon.
1: Uh, hey, look, possible. Oh God. Um, but yeah, no, Apart from that, like nothing else really exciting nah. happened this week. It's been pretty boring actually. Just just coming down of off of that
0: off that Spider Man high.
1: <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of money on clothes. We probably shouldn't have but you know that's eh, thing. Eh. Uh, Cl- clothes are know. clothes are useful um, clothes are important you wear them it's, you know, I did... but... <laughs> exactly yeah they make me look good uh, I did buy something else though Karen. I bought a video game so a video game I think we. Mm, yeah I think we should uh, I think we should maybe uh, check in with our good old quest log mission completed
0: Quest log.
1: Our quest log. Uh, if you're new to the show, is our what we've been playing segment of the show, uh, where we sort of uh, deep dive and have a a good old fun time chat about what we've been playing during the week. Um, uh, as I mentioned before, I did play. I played something else and finished something else. I cannot talk about it, um, but I did play something else. But well, I mean, it's not, it's not we that, we that you couldn't ser-
0: talk about it, but like it's 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 better if you save it for something else.
1: I don't want to talk. About exactly. It um, so, uh, I, why don't you kick us off, Kyron, Because I'm interested to hear what uh, your thoughts about what you've been playing this week.
0: Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, having finished Spider Man, uh, I mm. took it upon myself to to give myself a break and instead traded in towards a 60 hour game because I finally, as as I, I tweeted am. before Spider Man, I I swore to myself I would do this. Uh, after Spider Man, I have now picked up Dragon Quest 11, Echoes of an elusive age.
1: Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Finally, like I haven't given Dragon Quest the proper time. It probably deserves. Uh, I, I've like dabbled here and there. I think I dabbled in a bit of Dragon Quest Nine, and maybe a couple of the older sort of DS like ports they did back in the day, but never really enough to be like, oh, I am a fan of a series. So I figured with all right. the groundswell behind XI, uh JRPG sort of being back in fashion again. I was like, no, yep. now's a good time to to try it out.
1: Neat. What's the uh, what's the verdict?
0: Well, I mean, as, as I said, it is a JRPG, so I've only really probably spent over the last past week, maybe playing it for about, let's just put a ballpark at like fifteen hours. Which in a JRPG is sort of like still still in the shallow end of a pool, but it's the tutorial still, yeah, yeah uh but it is it is definitely a it looks really nice like stylistically uh the 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 akira toriyama character design i'm just like oh yeah i like dragon ball that's fine you know is it all dragon ball characters it's all good uh yep but it looks really like the way they sort of the the character well even just the, the general character models play off of the uh the backgrounds is really nice. Looks at, the backgrounds themselves okay. are just gorgeous and colorful as well. Uh, plenty of environmental variety so far. I've gone through like a lush green area to a desert to a sort of like a jungley, swampy sort of area. So that's been nice. Okay. Uh, combat, pretty like it is. So the thing about Dragon Quest is it is it is what it is, and what it is is a classic turn-based JRPG. Like other games, sort okay. of like, say, Final Fantasy went action RPG, and even even Persona has added in a lot of mechanics to the combat to sort of mix it up a little bit. Uh, Dragon Quest XI yeah. sort of sticks to its guns, so it is very much classic turn-based. Uh, you you know what to expect coming into this game, really. And that's fine. Like, it's it's good at what it does, so I don't mind if it doesn't revolutionize things. And it is sort of nice to really have, depending on what you want out of a JRPG, like, you've got so many options now, so that's that's also really good. Uh Boy, the sticking point that I want to first of all touch on and it's probably it's okay. if you've been seeing any news or any talk about Dragon Quest 11, it's about okay. soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about this because that was the one thing where I was like, "Oh."
0: Yeah. Okay. So, the soundtrack isn't really orchestrated. If you haven't been keeping up with the news, it is it is essentially a MIDI soundtrack. Mhm. Uh, like, look, honestly, generally the music is still pretty good. Like the theme, the Dragon Quest theme is just a, even as someone who hasn't played Dragon Quest, I still recognize that theme on the menu and was just humming along quite happily. Okay. S- there are just some, sometimes in the cut scenes where the MIDI composition or even just like the, the actual tone of the MIDI itself, like the tracks don't suit what it's playing behind and it's sort of, it hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't, yeah. I, I feel like it could have been done better. And also, I had to go into the actual, the actual sound settings to turn the music down a bit, because it is loud. Like, it is really loud. Oh. And I, I, I remember like...
1: seeing that from one, one of the gameplay demos they show, because I was like, oh, I'll check out what it looks like in action. And it was like this cut scene that was sort of like, had like, it wasn't super heavy, but it was it had, there was, you know, it was a bad guy talking, and, yeah. you know, the, the good guy's trying to stand up to him. And it was this fucking jaunty little tune playing in the background. It is, and I'm like Oh. It is weird. Okay. And that, and that is, a, yeah. that is
0: something that I've that I've already encountered a few times. And it, it it does suck a little bit when it happens, but like generally speaking, the soundtrack's okay. Would I prefer it was orchestrated? Almost definitely. Yep. It would definitely have, again, a lot of the cutscenes just are weird with MIDI's in there. In particular, I'm not sure if it's, it's the one that you saw, but like at the start of a game when you're encountering a character in, like, a throne room. It's like, is this in the music I Mm. expected here? I don't know. It's just not what I thought it would play.
1: Yeah, I just... I don't even think it's the fact that it's a a MIDI soundtrack. Like, it's definitely part of it, I guess. But I think the thing for me that what I've seen is that it just feels like the music choices are just all over the shop and it just doesn't suit what's going on. And I don't know why they chose to do that. Who knows?
0: Yeah, well, again, like... Uh, it's hard to like, get this. It, I don't want to criticize it too much because this is my first Dragon Quest game. Maybe this is like a series right. staple, but it is weird. Okay. And yes, yeah, some of the music doesn't really match the scenarios you are, you are faced with, which is a bummer. But like, generally speaking, the, the, like the world music and the battle music is pretty catchy. So it gets a pass there because okay. you know what, that, that's the music you're going to be hearing the most. So of course. you want that music to not suck. Like cutscene music, not ideal if it's not great, but you know what? That cutscene will be over. Won't really matter when you get back into the world and the battles. Like that's where you want the music to sort of pick up, and it it, it at least gets that right. But yeah, it is a shame. Like so the the, the cutscenes sometimes are let down a bit by the backing songs. Right. Yeah. No. That's
1: that's I don't know. It. it, it- it was very jarring for me from what I've seen of it. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it sort of dropped down off my radar a little bit, to be fair, unfortunately. I mean, but- this
0: game also was like, it's got some weird stipulations with its soundtrack as well. Uh, you may have... I'm not sure if you've watched the Easy Allies review for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when with review copies, there was a stipulation with like showing footage of the game and playing music, like... And it was a it was weird. It was like you couldn't be playing full tracks, like full music tracks, if it wasn't showing continuous footage of that area on the screen or something like okay. that. And yeah, like even on when you start the game up, you can there's like a information about streaming stuff, and I was like, Oh, okay, maybe they've got weird rules, like how in Persona 5 Atlas was Atlas was like, Don't stream past X Day, which everyone did anyway, because I'm sorry yeah. Atlas, but yeah. it's a, it's the era of the internet. Uh, but this one was and just Atlas like... was just like, ah, oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> like, they were like, fine, whatever, but don't stream past this day. Which I think everyone still stream past anyway, so who cares? Yeah. But, yeah, there's basically like a little notice that's just like, hey, uh, don't stream this game for music. He's like, you can stream it and play it if you want, but not just for the purposes of listening to the music. And I was just like, that's so weird. Like...
1: Yeah,
0: Square Enix just must make lots of money off of the soundtracks to these to these games. That's the only reason I could think of
1: it. That makes actually that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that especially because like you know Dragon Quest is a big deal in Japan. Like this, absolutely, it's like a public holiday every time a new game comes (laughs) out. It's it's nuts. Like
0: yeah, it's just it's just the first time I've ever seen anything like that. Really, like even the Final Fantasies, like they're just like there's no warning about streaming for the soundtracks there. It's just. No, here we are in Dragon Quest 11 They're like, hey, you can stream this game, but not just for listening to music, okay? We want people to yeah. buy the soundtrack. It's like, all right, sure, Square Enix, whatever I you mean, say.
1: Like, Final Fantasy Fifteen has, like, a selection of tracks from nearly every other Final Fantasy game. Exactly. That you can buy in the game. Like, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's
0: really weird. But, I mean, yeah, that might that might just be Dragon Quest. That could just be where that franchise is at. Um, yeah, true. Story so far is again pretty traditional JRPG stuff, like you're the chosen one, and blah blah blah. Uh, there was a pretty right. not a huge twist, but there's it's just it was an interesting moment that actually did a pretty good job of getting me engaged early on when they're sort okay. of like because you you basically are like the chosen one, so you go to see the king to basically defeat darkness and yada yada yada, and then the king's like, Actually, I believe that you're bad, and you're like oh, okay, well, huh. that's, again, not a shocking twist, but you're like, well, look, at least this is something for me to chew on. And yeah, absolutely. basically you get thrown in a dungeon and you have to like escape and you're like, huh, okay. And during that cut scene, they actually, he's actually like, oh, what village were you from? And, you, you know, your character says, because you originally think that you're going to be like welcomed and praised and your village will be rewarded. Instead, he uh, actually raises your village and you're just like, oh, okay. All right. This is where we're at right now. Like, my village, at the point I'm at, I don't know where anyone who was in that village is. So, that's actually been pretty good motivation to keep going. I'm like, that bastard, like, they did nothing. And he's just destroyed that village, and I don't know. They could be dead. Who knows? But, uh, that that was something. Apart from that, it's been pretty, again, pretty typical JRPG fare. Just rolling around the world, picking up party members and stuff like that. But, uh... It still feels like early days to be going too deep on it, but what I will say is I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would, which sounds weird, but Dragon Quest has always been one of those sort of series that I've always heard people praise, but I've never really felt compelled to take the plunge.
1: Right, okay.
0: But uh this time it it it's felt, It's always it felt been wrong. A, it's
1: always been a franchise too that's like hard to like not hard to, but like slightly more difficult to get a hold of in the West. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, because
0: well, it always comes out in weird ways, and it's it. The sad fact is, is it's because of what's popular in Japan will sort of dictate what happens with this IP. So, for example, right, the last numbered entry was actually an MMO, which was Dragon Quest X, and we never got it right. over here because I don't know, what? Dragon Quest. I don't want to say it does badly over here, but it certainly wouldn't have the numbers to back an MMO, if you ask me. And yeah, of course. But,
1: Especially when like like World of Warcraft is World of Warcraft. Still. Yeah,
0: and if if you wanted to play a Square Enix um MMO, you'd probably just play Final Fantasy XIV. So
1: true. Yeah,
0: but uh, and true. then prior to that, it was Dragon Quest Nine, which because the DS was the most popular handheld or the most popular platform, Dragon Quest Nine was a DS game, whereas Eight previously was on PS2. So okay, it's sort of. Shifts based on what's popular, and of course, there's been plenty of spin-offs There was like the Dragon Quest Heroes games and Builders and all that, which I never really, yep, uh, you know, gave a second look. But I'm enjoying Dragon Quest Eleven so far. I look forward to having more time this week to play it to sort of give a better, a better idea of where I'm at. But right now, I'm cool. enjoying it so far.
1: Neat, that's awesome. Yeah, fucking uh, mm, JRPGs. Have
0: you, have you, JRPGs are back, baby.
1: Fucking JRPGs, man. Yeah, I actually sort of like vaguely give it give a shit now, which is <laughs> I know it sounds really nasty, but I mean, like, I just never they were never on my radar until you know Persona Five makes me go. Well, no, hang on, like, that, these turn me around. Let's have a look. So I, I hope I'm, you pick up a lot of the JRPGs it, that,
0: that come to Switch, like all those Final Fantasy games. Pick up some of those, Joel. Do it.
1: Look, I actually I might because I've never played ten and I've played most of seven and I know the story basically and I kind of know the story of ten anyway. But I'm thinking I might play ten. Um, honestly, I'll, if you if and,
0: you if you know most of those, I would honestly recommend nine, ten, and twelve.
1: Mm. I, well nine and ten, uh, 10 especially. But yeah, n- like nine, I might check out. Um, I still want to go back to my SNES classic and play through six. Like
0: six is um oh, six is so good.
1: Yeah, I like that's what I hear, and I I really want to play through that. So maybe if I get a lull at some point, I might hook that up again and um and give that a go. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I hope it does well. Me
0: too. Like another weird thing because I got it. I got a, like a new copy. They gave me a bunch of. Uh, it was like the. I don't. It had like a special name, and I was just like, sure, whatever. The blank edition, and it came with a bunch of like badges and stuff. Okay. And I was just look. I was just looking at the badge because it's got all the like the party members, and I was just I couldn't help but think, but oh, bad luck if I don't like this game. <laughs> it's got
1: well, yeah, all these yeah. badges of
0: the characters. I'm like, I who are these people? Are they often? They look like they're from Dragon Ball. I've I, been saying Those it a situations. lot. It's just because Akira, Akira, his art is very particular. If you played any, again, any Dragon Quest, watched any Dragon Ball, or played Chrono Trigger, you sort of know what to expect from his character designs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But apart from that, like I haven't played much else.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Look, it's been a pretty quiet week over here as well. Um, I mean, oh, like I said, man. I did play. I, yeah. Look, <laughs> I did play something and I really want to talk about it, but I can't talk about it yet because we're well, working on something. Because you were also going to
0: pace yourself on it, but like you well, couldn't. It's impossible. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we had we had a time constraint on it that sort of uh, isn't a time constraint anymore. But it was good though because I'm I'm glad I'm actually kind of glad I, I pushed through it. Um, not no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm glad that I just like binged it basically. Um,
0: well, because you know what that does, but, Joel? It opens your schedule back up for uh, Kingdom Hearts.
1: It does. And look, look, I did message you on the weekend. And I was like, Karen, I think it's time so i think i think maybe this week when i when i finish playing um the game i'm about to talk about i think i think All it's right. time i think we're gonna i'll make some space kick it off. so in the next week i think it's time for us to if you can spare some time in there with your other like with our <laughs> jrpg
0: well at least um, the other one's shorter than the dragon quest true yeah like, so like I, that, I tweeted like the, yeah. dragon quest 11 has been perfect jrpg comfort food but i'll be able to i can put it down yep and I'll be able to come back to it in like a couple of weeks and be like, ah, oh, getting comfy again. It's all good.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, should, should I mention what it was that I did play? Cause I, I feel like I kind of need to without. I mean, they're,
0: they're connected. Like you may as well.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I, I played through Life is Strange and that's all I'm going to say about it because we're working on something, um, that you'll hear about hopefully very, very soon. Um, again, tease, tease. Love being a little bit cheeky there. But um, because of that, I finished it, and I needed some more in my life. Um, So I decided to go and pick up Life is Strange Before the Storm. Oh, baby. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, So I went and picked up that the the limited edition was on sale at EB Games, so I went and picked it up. So I got, like, the soundtrack to it as well, which is really cool, Uh, and an art book, which is really neat, and um, I got the... The farewell episode, which is what I wanted the limited edition for. That's the the one thing I wanted it for because um, of what it entails. But um, I haven't got to that yet. Obviously, I'm I'm I. All I've done so far is I finished episode one. So it's a three part series. If you're not familiar with Life is Strange or Life is Strange Before the Storm, um, it's a uh, another square next week. This week, apparently. Oh um, <laughs> <Well>, yeah! Wow. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that I was like, oh but, shit! Um, like,
0: look. If nothing else, it's a testament to what they've become as a publisher.
1: Well, that's it. These are two vastly different games. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, published by Square Enix, and uh, Before the Storm, made by Deck Nine, um, who I did do a bit of research about what they'd made. This is probably the most notable thing that they've worked on, really. Yeah. I think it's they the w- first thing that they've, they've had free reign on, so yeah. to speak, in a way. Um, and it wasn't like, I, I mean, I was going to say, it wasn't tied into another series, but this is... Very much heavily tied into another series. Oh yeah, it's a prequel. Um, yeah, so it is a prequel to the. Uh, it happens, I think, two years before um, the original. Life is strange, I believe, because it's all it in might that be, ballpark.
0: I can't remember. It's exactly. like two or three
1: years. It's twenty ten, I think, and I think yeah, no, because because Chloe's sixteen and she's and uh, her and her and Max are both eighteen in Life is Strange. Um, so. Yeah, this is a, is a prequel to the original game. So if you played that, you probably know what you're in for here. If you haven't, um, just think uh, a Telltale game, but with like more interactivity. And I know that sounds like a bit of a slight against Telltale, but it definitely isn't. It's just that I feel like Life is Strange has more game to it, in a way. Um, well, especially, the, later ones
0: especially think, the first one.
1: Yeah, especially the first one. Um with some of the mechanics in that, but um but this one uh is interesting because uh there's a specific, you know, sort of supernatural sci-fi element that is a part of the first one. I'm just going to try and avoid talking about it as much as possible, so um <laughs> but it, in it is tied to a specific character and that character's not in this one, so it's I, I remember when it was announced that people were like well how's this going to work like is it what's what's going to be because you play as chloe um and everyone's like well what's the thing going to be that what's the what's the hook basically among other controversies that we might touch on briefly um to do with with life is strange before the storm but yes. um but basically the way in this game uh that it works it is a like a, a narrative adventure choose your own adventure basically you've got uh dialogue options a good name for a podcast. Um. To choose between, and um, you know, different choices that you make will have different consequences on the world, and uh, and and the overall story. And so, uh, this one playing as Chloe, without that supernatural element, they've in- introduced a mechanic called back chat, um, which I love. It's essentially a speech check. It's it's like a speech challenge, basically, um, and I love it. I it, I actually forced myself to do one of them not force myself but i did one of them when i did, probably wouldn't have normally picked that just as a normal answer but just because i liked the mechanics so much um that i was like i want to play with it a bit more um but yeah it's uh really really cool so you basically have like a meter down the bottom that has like uh you you spoke about this briefly when you played it as well yeah but uh it's it's like a meter down the bottom and basically you've got to like analyze uh what they are you, you go into like a, a an argument essentially or like a, a back and forth with another character and um that character will say something you've got to try and pick the key word and you'll give you're given three responses that might be related to certain words in the thing in the uh the sentence that was said and you've got to try and pick the right one to win a point and it's the first person to get to the middle i think it's around right about like i think chloe normally has to get like four points basically to win a speech check but um sometimes i like people she's you know, back chatting will only have like, you fuck up once, you, it's done. Which happened to me once as well in the first episode. Um, but yeah, uh, I I guess probably put in spoilers for before the storm. Um, because uh, I mean, I'm, I'm only I'm only one episode in, but we're um, should we should we talk about it? Should we save that until I've actually finished it? And maybe deep dive on it a little bit more story wise. Uh, what,
0: what does your heart say, Joel? Because I'm happy to talk about know. it. Like, I really enjoyed Before the Storm, so.
1: I think we'll talk minor spoil like, minor spoilers, but we'll probably okay. revisit it again. So, like, I mean, if you want to go into something like Before the Storm completely clean, um, tune out now. Uh, other, uh, Apart from that, if you, you don't really mind or you're sort of still intrigued about what's um, what the story is and where it's going and what, what's happening, um, keep listening, I guess. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I love the start of this of this uh of this episode of episode 1 like i love yep. the fact that it's, the introduction of chloe again of her just being this like reckless abandoned wild teenager that's sort of gone off the rails quite and you know i guess there's a, a slight symbolism if you want to read into it a lot uh in that first scene with her on the train tracks wow. um which is basically <laughs> standing on the train tracks and um um uh, smoking a cigarette and a train starts coming and she's not going to move. And the train starts to like put on its brakes a little bit. And at the last second, she just casually pops off and just jumps <laughs> off the edge and throws a cigarette on the ground. And yeah, very much, very, very Chloe. Um, so uh, I, and I love like going into the, uh, like the mill cause she snuck out to go to like a punk rock show, which I fucking love. I was like, yes, um, I love the song that was playing. I, I looked up who it's by. It is on the soundtrack that I got with the game. It's on the actual soundtrack CD. I'm like, yes, awesome. Even though I could just get it on Spotify, but never mind. Um, but it is a, a a band in the game called Firewalk, which, um, you know, if you know anything about Life is Strange, it is uh, heavily influenced by Twin Peaks. I think the creators have even said that themselves, that they have used that as inspiration. Um, and there are lots of references to that throughout the uh Throughout the series as well. Oh yes. Um, uh, including the band Firewalk. So like yeah. with my very limited knowledge of Twin Peaks, I'm like, I get it. Like I mean Firewalk
0: I with it. me is uh is it's a yep. big part of Twin Peaks. So
1: And and it's funny too, because like, you know, this opening with going to see a band called Firewalk and again, limited knowledge of Twin Peaks, but Firewalk with Me is a prequel to the original Twin Peaks series, isn't it? It is. It is. So it's like it's it's almost like a bit of a wink wink nudge nudge at that i guess as well again if you want to read into it a lot um but yeah i love going through there and um it's basically like the story of how chloe met rachel amber um who is a sort of i guess a pivotal character in in life is strange she without is an, saying too uh, much
0: yeah she she's important in a way to
1: yeah yeah so to she's, dance um, around definitely it, to def- dance around the subject of course, yeah. She is. She is a someone who is present within the story um, quite a lot, and uh, it's, it's really interesting to see how they met and how their relationship and friendship and whatever began. Um, and I'm really enjoying that as well. Um, a couple of really like scenes that I wanted to point out as like quite noteworthy, uh, which were a couple. Uh, one that I'd heard about a lot from a lot of people. Um, and I was very excited to play, and I'm safe to say that it definitely lived up to my expectations. Um, there's a scene where Chloe's going to get, like, a, a DVD from uh, one of the girls at school. She wants a, a copy of uh, Blade Runner, which, again, important, um, for multiple reasons. Um, I guess the sci-fi element and other reasons as well, which you'll hear about eventually. Um, yeah, so she's getting this copy of this, this, uh, this DVD, and uh, the girl she's getting it off is, uh, is like, being a GM for a, like a, a totally not Dungeons and Dragons tabletop RPG with uh, one of her other friends, so um, yeah, so she's uh, that, then they invite her to play, and so you can you can flat out deny them, like like reject them and just say, "Nah, I'm good." Like yeah, if if you, you
0: are if you're a silly person,
1: if yeah if you're crazy, um, but yeah, you can actually sit down and play this like uh, like 15, 20 minute little campaign within um within life is strange before the storm and i thought it was really neat because it 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 works so well like it the fact that the type of game that life is strange and and before the storm or type of games that they are like fit nicely into this it's almost like you know these those games were the like origin of that sort of Style of gameplay, well, yeah, like because
0: to... when you think about it, like it sort of is. It comes down to like the gems is like, okay, here's the scenario. What do you do? And yep. then yeah, you pick from your options that you've got, and it just it does exactly. work well.
1: Um, and yeah, it was really really cool. I, I I loved playing through it, and like the way that the campaign ended up for me, I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. And um, it was just this fun little like side diversion that um, I I mean, I did get the the. You know, what's it called? Uh, what's the fucking triangle with the eye? What's that called? Again. The what? Uh, the You know, the, the symbol with the triangle and the eye. I can't remember the name of like the Illuminati. There we go. It's like the Illuminati-esque triangle appears in the top left corner. That's like, oh, you've made a choice here. That's going to have some impact. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, can I just, can I just say that anytime I see that, it stresses me out so badly. I just get so stressed out. I'm just like, Oh God. Oh no. What's happened. What have I done? Um, again, really hard to talk about that. The feelings behind that without delving into the, uh, to life is strange. But um, I, I, like I finished episode one and I I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I love the soundtrack. There were some amazing songs in it. Um, that's, that's one thing I like about, these games is that their, their licensed soundtracking soundtrack does a really good job of, I guess, setting mood and like telling story and setting up characters, even like, like, because the music that is like soundtracking these games is heavily influenced by those characters. And I I really like that. So um, I feel like I'm diving too far into other territory, but yeah, it does help it feel a lot more like,
0: a movie or a tv show as well
1: yes yes it does it definitely gives it that cinematic feel which is yeah I, um i think really important especially um, like there
0: are there are parts throughout the games where you have an op you have sometimes there'll be an option to go to a particular place and just chill and like yep. a song will play sometimes you'll have dialogue or even and there'll be camera specific pe- like camera actions and all that it's just
1: nice and even like being able to pick music as well like yeah certain yeah points into places there's, there's like stereos around and you can choose what you uh what you want to listen to and for how long you want to listen to it for like i, I love that like there's some moments where i just sat back in like in, in uh, before the storm there's one scene in particular with Rachel and Chloe on the on the train yep and they start yep. listening to I never music seen it. and
0: i'm like and i sat there for i'm like
1: it. yeah i was like one this scene's amazing Two, the visuals will look really, quite good because the art style is quite nice. Um, I think they've polished it up quite a lot in Before the Storm. Uh, I'm excited to see what it looks like in Life is Strange 2 because I'm I'm totally in now. I'm, I'm going I'm to get around. Once I, finish, I know, once I finish Before the Storm, I'm going to play Captain Spirit and then I'm going to probably dive straight into episode one of season two. So um, later on this week. But uh but, but and two like the song was awesome. I actually like she yeah. it. I was like, this is really good. I actually want to listen to this in my normal life because I really enjoy it.
0: I really um, like. I like. I like the soundtracks to both of them, but I really like
1: the Before the Storm soundtrack. Cool. That's that's good because I that's good to hear because I again I love the soundtrack in the first one. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I I loved it, but um. Yeah, and the other thing I want to talk about, about it is, again, this will probably come up again in future when we talk about the first game at some point, um, but the whole idea of like the illusion of choice and how sometimes, it's, it, it is hard to get that right sometimes and make it satisfying, Um, I feel like these gate like the Life is Strange games do a really good job of that of masking that and making you feel like like it's it sets the standard very early on and you know that at any point something that you've done could have an impact and have an impact in a meaningful way that just doesn't feel like a insert scene here moment yes um Uh, it feels uh, crafted very very well i just want
0: to make sure are you are you checking out like chloe's journal and stuff like that as you're playing
1: through absolutely i am i okay. i love the fact that it is okay, it cool. is written to max yes and i love oh. that it, essentially and she's writing letters to max that she'll never send
0: yep yep
1: um yeah it's a really cool way of doing the journal and i really like that um yep. i like the graffiti stuff see um, now that was a part i i didn't hate it but, I think I know what you're gonna say, yeah
0: out of out of a two, like it was sort of like it was like they felt like they had to have something similar,
1: yeah, um, I liked it because it was it was it was a part of yeah, the Arcadia Bay that is in the second game, so it was almost like this is Chloe basically putting her mark on Arcadia Bay and everything around her, and that was still there, even if it was maybe different, but like it was still there. In uh, in yeah. before in, in the later game, but um, or well, the earlier game. I mean, sometimes it just felt odd. Like some of them
0: were fine, and I was like, "Yeah, Chloe would definitely do that." But there were some of the graffiti that you'll come up against later in the in the season. And you'll be like, uh I, I honestly just did that for a trophy."
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, you know, I missed. I've I've missed some already. You know. I, one in particular, I, I missed, and I was like, just because I did one thing in the wrong order, I was like,
0: ah, fuck. "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah, it was in the the dream sequence in the car. Oh, uh, hey,
0: if it helps out, like these games have pretty good chapter select.
1: Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, I'm, if I wanted to go back through and get them, I probably will. But, um, I the, the the probably the last thing I want to talk about is the end of this episode. Well, most of the end of this episode, um, the part where I, I guess like Chloe kind of tries to open up to Rachel after Rachel. Witness is something that isn't isn't great at all uh, to witness. It's not something you would ever want to see. Um, and yeah, Chloe tries to open up to her and like be there for her, and Rachel shuts her down. And what follows is like a bit of an argument, and then a scene with Chloe, sort of just. And I, I, this is going to sound like negative when I say it, but with that just pure teen angst moment of like. I want to fucking smash everything around me right now. Yeah. And she has a baseball bat and she does that. And I love that all the options you get, the, the face button options are all just smash. So whatever yeah. button you press, it's, uh, and then the way that ends with like her at the, I, and that reveal was, yeah, again, without going into t- too much detail about like the second game or the, the first game, but the the game that takes place later on, um, the reveal of the car uh, that Chloe's dad was in, I was like, Oh fuck. Oh yeah. my God. Like that's, it was there the whole time. And yeah, it's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and then just the way that she reacts to that, it was just uh, really, really well done. And I think the performances, uh, by the voice actors, which aren't the original voice actors, Nope. Uh, uh not at all but and it was at first cuz i went pretty much straight from one into the other with like a maybe like a 15 hour gap in between where i had to go to work and do some other stuff but um at first i was like oh okay yep that's different but then after a while i didn't i'd adjusted and i was like no she's doing a very good job she's doing a very good job at at being chloe and with that snarky nature and, and that that ashley birch feel to it See,
0: um, I was exactly the same. In fact, I would go so far to say that when when like when before the storm was announced, I, I mean, I liked the first game, but mm-hmm. I I was like, "Uh, prequel?" So, it was, yeah, first of all, prequel set off warning bells. I was like, ah, "Really? Of We're course. going like pre-V yep. the events?" Then there was the voice actor stuff where it's like, "Okay, they're not even using the same VAs because of like the whole strike thing that was happening." And then it was yep. by Deck Nine and not Dote Nod, and I was just like, "Okay, hang on a second, prequel, new voice actors, different studio, what's happening here?" Yeah, but
1: honestly, I think
0: out of the two, I, l- I can't wait for you to finish before this time because I think I like it more. Okay,
1: okay, all right. I I'm I th- I've heard a lot of people say that. I'm a funny story here, and um, she might actually be listening to this if she ended up going and checking out the, our podcast, but. Um, when I went in to go pick up, Life is Strange, I'd finished the the first one at six in the morning that morning, and I had to work that night, like later on that night. So I had the day to sort of rest, and I went into work to go to work early, and I went to to EB to pick up this game, and I went to the counter, and she's like, "Oh my god, have you played the first one?" I'm like, "I literally finished it at six a.m. this morning," and she's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yep, I'm fine." I just, I, she's like we started talking about it and, you know, about different things that happen, and uh, it was really great to have a conversation with her about it. And I mentioned to her about our show and she's like, Oh, what's the name of your show? So um, hopefully if you're listening to this uh, girl who works at, I I can't remember your, I don't think I got your name, but girl who (laughs) works at EB games, high point. um, Thank you for your conversation. It was really great. Um, But yeah, she, she basically went, when I went to pay for it after we'd had a bit of a conversation, she sort of like put her hands on top of it and just went, this will break you. And I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." No, I'm expecting that, but that's good to yeah. hear. Uh, um,
0: again, I'm I'm pretty sure I said the same words when I played it. Like, wasn't even that long ago, but maybe a couple of months ago. But before the storm broke me, and the last choice in before the storm was the like, I I think it took me an hour to decide. And I even then I was just like, now. "What, a, what have I done? Is it's, it's yep. just so." I, again, I hate doing this. I hate pitting Telltale against like the Life is Strange stuff, but yeah, Telltale choices are fine. But sometimes they're mm-hmm. always like, "Oh man, everything's on the line," and you're like, "Okay, all right." Yeah. I the choices in the Life is Strange games are just like they're just they're a very choice that you could be faced with. You know, it's just like Absolutely. it's a situation yeah, you more- could encounter and you're like shit what would i do what what was it what would this character do and it's just again in before the storm some of the stuff that you do is just it just it just wouldn't stop hurting me and it sucked but it was such a good game and i highly recommend it especially if you like the first life is strange
1: yeah it's genuinely interesting as uh like having these conversations with people who've other people who've played it um so, interesting fact, because uh, when you finish, if you've not played a Life of Strange game before, when you finish a, 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 an episode, it'll um, basically give you like a, a rundown of like um, which, a percentage of people in the world who chose what particular things at certain points in the game. Um, but you can also switch it to your friends list. And I'm not sure if anyone else on my friends list has actually played it yet, um, but I know you have. But basically, yep. for, at the end of episode one, all the choices that I chose were... 100% like I'd made the same choices everyone else on my friends list. And at this stage, I, as far as I, I know you and I have made the exact same choices. Um, I, in episode I'm curious one. to
0: see if that, if that sticks.
1: Yeah, I I am too. And that's what I like about this is because those choices are, I don't know, like usually they're both, they've both got consequences, but they're not, both not necessarily bad. They'll might have bad elements to them, but like they'll have, there's like, a real moral dilemma of a choice, whereas it's like in in I guess like you know if you're gonna say like walking dead, it's like which bad thing do you want to happen basically yeah <laughs> which yeah. I, which walking dead thing do you want to, you wanna experience
0: walking dead especially is that it's just like which okay pick pick who you want to die sometimes, and it's
1: like yeah, oh, basically, okay. yeah, all right, <laughs> and like don't get me wrong i still i think I think season one, which is the only one I've played, but season one of like, of um walking dead, I think is fantastic i think the story is excellent i think it tells a really quite touching and heartbreaking story uh even though you know where it's going it still doesn't make it any easier um and i think it was really really great um but it did feel like it was forcing you to that point i guess and i guess these games do the same thing but it just it doesn't feel like that it feels like you're telling your own narrative and yeah Anyway, we'll, as, we'll talk as, more probably about those kind of things uh, at a later date. I would say.
0: As I was gonna say, like you said, it, 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 every choice is sort of like you can see the good and the bad in it, but it's never yep. going to be. Well, it's not always completely bad.
1: Uh, it's not like it's not like you know, oh, shit. good just, or bad. It's just all grey, and it's that's what I like about it so much. It's just, Karen, I like to have a good old cry at things sometimes. I like to feel, just have those moments, like especially when you're like you're doing it to yourself and that sounds really bad, but like if you're watching something or listening to something that, that gives you that emotion, I love having yeah. that feeling strap in it's cathartic strap in, in a way. and I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm not ready for it, but I'm, I'm ready to just be a fucking absolute broken mess by the end of it. So, um, I, I would say by the, the, the time we record next week, I will have finished it. So we might go, we might go in hard on it, um, <laughs> next week. And, okay. um, Pencil it If in. we can bear ourselves to do it. But um, we might even have to hold it off either as well until a later date, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, big old thumbs up. Life is strange before the storm. All right. Well, before we uh, start talking about things we probably shouldn't be talking about just yet, um, I think it's time we move into everyone's favorite podcast, news game, Dope or Nope.
2: Dope or oh. Nope.
1: Uh, If you're new to the show, Dope or Nope is the news segment of the show where we each bring news stories to the table uh, and we decide at the start before we go into great detail with them whether they're dope. If we both dope them, we talk about them in great detail. uh, Or nope, if we both nope them, we move on and never, ever, ever talk about it ever again. Uh, And if one of us dopes and one of us nopes, the person who doped the news story... Gets to uh, a very short amount of time to give us the uh the shortened version of, of the story. So, without further ado, we've got a few big things to talk about this week. Um and a couple of Definitely not dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not dope. Let's just put it out there, like but you know, we're probably still gonna talk about those. But um I wanna start off with something a little silly. If that's all, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is that alright? Or do you wanna do you wanna I, do you wanna it's go it's with it's the it's... heavy stuff first?
0: It's a, 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 let's go silly. Let's start silly.
1: I just, let's go with, like, a if, nice, if. silly thing. Um, so, this is over on Reset Era. Uh, I saw a forum thread that was just, Coachella, Minecraft's first music festival, uh, was on nope. this last weekend. <laughs> I, look, I, look, yeah, I get you. I feel you. But, man, I, I just think it's a kind of... It's kind of funny and kind of interesting that they did a, uh, like a music festival with a whole bunch of like, I don't know many of the artists, but like, you know, it would have been interesting to see, except for one, uh, artist on there that was like one of the headliners, which is, uh, Anna doing a DJ set, which would have been Yeah, that's how I, that's cool. how I
0: knew about it, because they retweeted something into my Twitter feed and I was like, what the fuck is Colchella? Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it, Colchella. And I believe, hang on, let me, I'll just pull these up again. Um. I believe the names of the, uh, uh, the stages were, let's give me one second while I pull the story out. I closed it down a little bit too early. Um, the two stages were the red block stage and the bedrocks stage. I'm like, well done. Well done on the, uh, on the pun there by just being able to flick uh, a couple of letters around. It actually works out quite well. Um, but yeah. That's. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I just it, it caught my attention, and I'm like, "Huh, what?" And so I looked into it, and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty neat." Apparently, the servers were pretty like slammed, and it was crashing a lot. But you know, I might even check out and yeah, see I- if there's like a a stream of it. Just to, I just want to see what it looked like. <laughs> that's all. I'm just curious. Oh, it's yeah. again.
0: I'm not. I don't want to say it's not a cool idea, but it's just, just. I saw it and was sort of just like, but why? Why not, man?
1: Like, fuck it. Why I, I not? I guess. I guess. Why not? I half expected fucking dead mouse to show up there because he used to play a lot of Minecraft. So, anyway, but yeah. Anyway, that was my first story. Nice and easy. Get it out <laughs> of the way.
0: All right. So, this week I'm bringing a story. A story. A simple story. A story of a company that was just like, oh man, I'm gonna copy that kid's homework. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's
0: uh, Sony and their PlayStation Classic.
1: <laughs> that was actually one of my other stories. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's dope. We probably won't be to talk too much about it, but because um, we don't know a whole... Well, I mean, we know enough about it, but we don't know a lot about what's going to be on it. So it's a dope from me. No, but, we don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot, again, a lot of that stories in the headline. Basically, Sony announced a PlayStation Classic, which is true to the name... Like, because I mean, Nintendo didn't start selling retro consoles loaded with games. There were Sega ones before the the NES Mini and
1: all that. Yeah, all those knockoff but, Sega ones. Yeah, that weren't
0: they were yeah. licensed,
1: but they weren't really licensed. But yeah,
0: yeah. But like this one being a PlayStation Mini, much like in the same vein as the NES and the SNES Mini, it's just mm-hmm. sort of like okay. I mean, I see what you're
1: doing. <laughs> yep. Yep. And but, like uh, yeah. so, yeah. The fact that the pack, the- it- I, I like, I like the fact that it's continuing the trend of like making the packaging just like a smaller version, like oh, it yeah. looks like Look, the original box, which is pretty cool. I do
0: love adorable little video game consoles and boxes. Don't get me wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, but yeah, so the PlayStation Classic is going to launch this December on December third. Uh, it'll cost about 150 Australian dollars. I'm pretty sure I was seeing the price. And it will come preloaded with twenty games. Most of the games are a secret. The only ones we know are Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type Four, Tekken Three, and Wild Arms.
1: I'm um, yeah. Look, I I'm not super familiar with some of those games. Like I've not really played. I, I never had PlayStation. My first ever PlayStation actually it was like two days ago. It was uh like nine years since I got my original. Uh, My first ever PlayStation console, which is a a pre-owned PlayStation 3. So, um, yeah, uh, that was interesting to see. Uh, But, but yeah, like, I didn't have any really, like, affinity to any of this. But I've heard good things about Wild Arms, and I'd like to play that. But um, I think it's on the PSN for, like, the, like, revamped version as well. Cause is Wild Arms yeah. is is Wild Arms the RPG one or is it the one that's like the shooter one?
0: Because I yeah. I know the ones you mean. I'm gonna Google Wild Arms. I think it might be the RPG.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because if it's if it's the, I mean either one I'd be interested on the, having yeah. it on that.
0: Yeah, it is an RPG. So you cool. are thinking of the right one.
1: Cool. Yeah. No, I've heard good things about it. Um, I think I feel like Pairs from uh well it used to be you Game Bro, but now working at um. Uh, at 2k australia um and the, the one of the original four like you know founders of the agpn Australia australasian gaming podcast network um i heard him talk about it a lot he loves it so and i was like okay sounds it's like a, it's like a western style thing isn't it i don't know
0: yeah 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 it's it's, <clears throat> and it's sort of like a tactical rpg sort of game again yeah. i've never played it but uh it sounds cool
1: sounds really neat yeah um, But, I mean, like, wh- okay, so here's the elephant in the room. Like, why why did they not announce the full list now? What, it, wh- what is their reasoning behind that?
0: There is no good reasoning, honestly. Like, they should have just announced all... Because I'm trying to think. Nintendo, like, when they announced their mini systems, they basically were like, and hey, here's the list of games, weren't they? Yep. Am I thinking incorrectly?
1: Yep. Nope. They were, they, they were completely upfront with it. It's like, this is what you're getting on it, and that's it. yeah
0: Um, it could just be that that i don't don't want to say it's this because it feels unfair but it could just be that sony arrogance just i peeking through
1: i yeah i know what you mean by not wanting to say it but i think you're a hundred percent right i think it is absolutely that um sony arrogance of just like we know people because i'm pretty sure in their press releases that they released to everyone that they put into their own press releases for them like like store wise it was always like this will sell out. It's like, they were like, we know yeah. it. it's going to sell out. And it's like, I, I I checked, I think later on, like, they went, the pre-orders went live on like Friday and I checked at like six o'clock that night. I could still easily just log into EB games and just pick one up if I <laughs> wanted to. And I was like, will sell I out. Just, will they? Okay. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I, it's weird. I Look, I like the PS one. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, So the the, the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo was, I don't know. I feel like even if Nintendo tried to capture this magic again with the 64 Mini, which we will touch on later, I don't, I mean, it would probably sell, but like, I feel like the Nintendo and Super Nintendo were like a really special case because those are true classic systems, like retro systems. And I know it's weird to distinguish, like, is PS1 retro? Because technically it is. Jeez, it's it's over 20 years old now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. It is. And 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 like the thing is too, like, I don't know. With the Nintendo systems, and this is not I'm not shit talking or anything like that, it's just what I believe that the Nintendo systems had good first party titles they could draw from, whereas Sony's was a lot of licensed stuff, which might be hard to get a hold of now.
0: That that begs the question, doesn't it? Like, what are the other games gonna be? Exactly. Like I mean I know
1: you know what you want to be on there but will it be on there exactly like that's the thing like and even with the even with like ones that were like those console exclusives like crash bandicoot and spyro they've one's got a trilogy of those games out now that are completely remastered and the, the other one's got one coming in the you know yeah. next few months so uh, would what would be the point of putting those on there when you've got those ones, especially with Spyro coming out like just before it? What's the point? I uh, just yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Nintendo got lucky, and uh, they didn't love so much. I got lucky, but because you could easily level those same arguments at Nintendo if absolutely. the Switch had any sort of virtual console, but it doesn't. So absolutely, they were yeah. in the clear technically with their stuff.
1: Yeah, and like. I mean, I I see a lot of people out there that are like, oh, fuck yeah, Tekken 3. And I'm like, I was never into Tekken. I've played one Tekken game in my life and I'm pretty sure I played it for like two days and took it back. Um, because I was like, I I don't don't like this. I've seen some excitement for Ridge Racer. uh, Oh, that's good. Ridge Racer would be interesting to play. I'd I'd definitely begin to that. You know, it's Arcade Racer, you know. And also Ridge Racer. Yeah,
0: Ridge Racer. And of course, Final Fantasy seven but at this yeah. point, I mean, I already own it on PS4, so I'm good there. Yeah. And it's coming to Switch next year, so I'll probably pick it up on that. I don't really How need a p- mini PS1 to play that game.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. I just don't. Like, if they now, can draw from some of those, like, really, like, left-of-field titles, like something like a Wild Arms, which does have a big cult following and that some people may have missed.
0: Hey, but uh, even Sony, is- Yeah. Get on the phone to Capcom, right? <laughs> and you get Dino Crisis on this thing, uh, and then we okay. might talk.
1: All right, okay, I get behind that. What but about honestly? What?
0: Get Dino, get Dino Crisis on the PS4. Actually, forget that. Just forget the PlayStation Mini. Get it on the PS4. Mm. Just do like,
1: that. Even, even getting on the phone to Capcom, like you know, putting something like Resident Evil on there. I mean, <laughs> Joel, we, do- <laughs> yeah. How?
0: So, okay. Imagine being Capcom right yeah and you're like oh man people are gonna exp- like this is a playstation one classic they're gonna experience a classic resident evil mm-hmm. do you pick one like do you let's be honest here yeah oh uh, well just you know. take a look at this. this
1: looks like you almost became a jill sandwich <laughs> you um, are the
0: master of unlocking, of unlocking. like they yeah. they put Resi two on, but even then, Resi two's got a remake coming yeah. out next January. So, so Resi so three. D- I, I
1: was know. gonna say put fucking Nemesis on there. Like, sure, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. But I am I'm,
0: I'm willing ben to bet money can, ben... that the Nemesis remake will come after two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think so as well. Which would be I, I I'm I mean I'm not gonna play them, but it would be interesting to see what Nemesis looks like with updated visuals. Like how grotesque oh, and yeah. how fucked up oh. that. <laughs> Yeah, and that no, thing cause it, chasing you, yeah, because that motherfucker looks terrifying as is. Like, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely it's giving me chills just thinking about um, looking at like box art for it, but yeah, but yeah, I, like, I, I don't know. Well, is there anything else? A, a, you know, Dino Crisis, that's a good pull. Um,
0: like, like there's left field, Croc,
1: <laughs> yeah, I let's mean, get, let's get Croc on there, I mean. <laughs> konami love money and like Metal gear solid one like the original Metal gear solid is a is another one of those like ps1 classics it is that and what's it is another big staple. one uh ooh, silent Come hill on.
0: well that's yeah okay actually yeah that's another one and what's another one
1: oh, i'm trying to think
0: uh castlevania symphony of the night Oh, is another. Big there you one. go. That's I think those yeah are three big Konami PS1 games.
1: Well, there there was that um wasn't there like a ratings? There was a trademark for yeah yeah the for Symphony
0: of the Night and Rondo of Blood. I'm yes.
1: pretty sure yeah. Which because there was those rumors going it was listed for PS4 and Xbox One, but there was those rumors going around that there was going to be like maybe a Switch collection to coincide with the Simon Belmont coming to um Smash.
0: Which would make sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just... Look, I get yeah. this. But I'm just not sure how excited I am for it. A bit, that could just be I'm not the audience
1: for it. Because... Well, that's the thing. I know at least three people I work with that have pre-ordered them. And, like, I came into work because really? they know I like video games. And they're like, fucking PS1 classic. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Like... What are the games on it? They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't care, but Checker 3 is on it. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, I just was never into it. It's not for me. Like, it, there's nothing and there he- that's making me go, oh, okay. Because I have no affinity and no attachment to the PS1.
0: And here we go. Here, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to put it out there. And it's going to, again, it'll come up again if we ever talk about a Nintendo 64 mini. So the Super Nintendo and the NES, you know, they got that. They got that sprite work, Joel. And they mm-hmm. have
1: aged wonderfully. Absolutely. Early 3 games have mm-hmm. not. No. No, they have not. Like, looking at, like, when I was showing off the trailer and I'm, like, seeing Ridge Racer, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and look,
0: I, l- I love Final Fantasy VII,
1: but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's It it it's hasn't aged. aged well. Yeah. It hasn't aged well. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I really yeah although did you see the um the Xbox tweet
0: about all this?
1: Oh the, the backwards compatibility one. Yeah. Yeah. Although it would be pretty funny for them to release like a mini version of like the original Xbox One. Of the Xbox. Uh, Xbox. <laughs> but but the controller is a Duke. Oh it's my like, god. The controller example, is a console. That would be fucking hilarious. Like that would be just it'd be like two of the console next to each other would be one of the controllers. <laughs> just you could probably fit the Xbox,
0: you know, stuff inside a Duke.
1: You probably could. Oh man, imagine that! You just plug it into it's the Duke controller is the console. You just plug it into your TV. That's not <laughs> a bad. That's not a bad idea. That'd be pretty funny. Although multiplayer stuff would be pretty hard. I don't know. Anyway,
0: It wouldn't be ideal for multiplayer. <laughs> no,
1: no. You'd have to have some sort know, of I, other dongle I, attachment to it. I don't know.
0: I just found the, the Microsoft tweet funny.
1: Yeah, that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's, yeah. I I thought about it. I was like, oh, maybe. And then I was like, $150. And I'm like, uh oh. And then I sort of thought about it. And yeah, I'm like, I'd just be getting it for having it. Like for, like, for getting it's sake. And I know a lot of the people that... You know, those three people at work that were really excited for it. They're a lot younger than me. And they're all like, oh, it was like the first console I had. And I'm like, so it's their Super Nintendo, basically. Like, for us. Yeah,
0: like I said. And I'm like, I get and that. That's, that's, totally that's why fine. I get it.
1: Yeah. And that's fine. Like, totally fine. But, you know, I just think, yeah, for people like us, we, we sort of saw it and we're like, huh. Okay. All right. And
0: I I know that a lot of PS1 games didn't use them. But I don't like that it. it's not the analog stick controller that comes with it.
1: Yeah, it's like the original. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not crazy about that controller, honestly.
1: No, no. Anyway, it's probably going to sell a lot. I don't know. Oh yeah. Sh- shall we do some research now and see? Let's just have a look live on the show. See if I can go to EB Games and see if Are I you can try and pre-order one? one. I'm not going to, but like I'm gonna see if if they're available to do so. One per customer. We will sell out. Still available to pre-order. So um, oh, there you go. I went to check
0: Big W because I know that we will, like Big W, will also be having him like one per customer online only. But the site's down for me yet. Go figure.
1: Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Yep. No. Um. Yeah. No. It's still there. Pr- Fifty dollar deposit. You can you can own That's... one of those. So I'm we also will checking uh, JB. Sell out. <laughs> sell out eventually, maybe. They hope.
0: It seems like JV can still pre-order as well. So there you go. Mm.
1: I mean, let's be
0: real here. It could simply be they're making enough of them, unlike Nintendo really does.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the fact, like, that combined, like, though, that that there, being able to still pre-order it, combined with the fact that we still don't know all the games, I think a lot of people are just like, nah, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm not sold. So uh, hopefully in the actually- next coming, you know. Yeah,
0: Sorry, I just wanted to say, uh, kudos to Sony for making their controllers USB. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Not like this, the, the, the mini Nintendo stuff, which is like the weird Wiimote connector stuff. It's just like, yeah. gross. These are like yeah. proper, just straight USB.
1: Yeah, that seems like a, an odd choice. Especially with the Super Nintendo one, like, coming out after the Switch had been out. It was right. Like, yeah, <laughs> okay. But also, you know... Nintendo were just like money, please. Yeah, because um,
0: like they just since they're gonna sell us the,
1: the NES controllers that will just clip onto your Switch <laughs> yeah. to charge. You can only use for sell the Super
0: Nintendo N- ones, in no time soon.
1: Only use I them for why. the only use them for the NES games. Can't use them for anything else. Nope, nothing else. Just, just else. NES games. Don't you don't you even try? Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they're practically daring people. Yeah, it's like a fucking dare, and it's probably like bricks your Switch.
0: That'd be amazing and horrible,
1: and also fuck you a little bit. But anyway, um, yeah, cool. Well, I, you know, PlayStation I'm, Mini. Yeah, let us know if you got one in the heat of the moment or in the the, the rush to get them. Um, <laughs> we we might talk about it again when once the full list gets released. But I don't. I have no idea when they're going to do that. When's when's PSX? Yeah,
0: after December third. It's surely. after
1: December third. Yeah, it will be because Game Awards are always in the like first couple of weeks of yeah. December. So, so
0: like, mm, I, I guess mm. I'll just put out a press release in a couple of weeks' time and we'll have a full list. But why not just do it now? Yeah, to really drive a, those
1: day one pre-orders. It's such a bizarre thing because like I just I don't. There was nothing that, like 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 I said the the one high like super high profile game in my eyes that I feel is like. Final Fantasy 7, but you can play that on a fucking graphic calculator. Like
2: you can play it. It's anywhere. on everything.
1: It's on everything. I play it on a Casio watch. Like it's it's the Minecraft of JRPGs. It's you know you can play it everywhere. But I don't know. People are out. Some people out there are excited, and good for them.
0: Um, yeah, like again i'm sure i'm sure they were looking at us weird when we were getting excited over like, a super
1: nintendo mini like, yeah
0: they're, all, well, they're we're like oh it's
1: like 16 yeah. like, bit games
0: it's like yeah okay fair enough Fair enough. Well, or how
1: many mario games can you play in like all of them so fuck you um because they're all magic <laughs> <laughs> they are all magic even the one that we don't really talk about that much was still okay in its own right <laughs> <laughs> that one was still fine but that's not even on it so we don't have to worry about it um not an issue not an issue uh, cool. All right. So, my last story, like I've got one net, like one story that I haven't talked about. The other one, will that you don't know about, anyway. Um, uh, well, you know about it. Never mind. But the the big one that we we're going to talk about, <laughs> I'll save that till last, because just in case you've got. A I think yeah, more. we did.
0: We do those last now.
1: Yeah. Um. But uh, another interesting little tidbit came out this week. Uh, an animated Diablo series is coming to Netflix. So, you know, this is the moment where we cross over with, uh, hunting seasons for a little bit. And, uh... I'm so, I'm so, I'm so torn. I'm so torn, Joel. So torn.
0: I'm gonna dope it, despite me noping it pretty hard in my head.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, okay. So, basically what happened was, um, uh... Variety in America reported, this is over on the Kotaku article, they've got a report about it, but they said, um, uh, it was a, a tweet that was put out there by, uh, what is it, Boom Studios founder and Hellboy screenwriter, Andrew Cosby, um, saying that he was in final talks to write a, an animated Netflix adaptation of Diablo, or an Diablo series. Um, this... Sort of uh, this doesn't really surprise me after seeing the reaction to Castlevania, um, and then sort of The Witcher going ahead as well. I know The Witcher stuff's based on the books, rah, 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 all that kind of jazz. But, um, yeah, this was like okay, this makes sense. And I mean, I <laughs> mean, you seems like you've got something to say about it. So, well.
0: Okay, so it's un- it's it, what I'm gonna say is not fair because this could pave the way to it, but dude, you picked the wrong series to do an animated yep. series on.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think I yeah. love
0: I love Diablo. Diablo is fun, a fun game where I blow up demons and get good numbers out of them on my loot. Yeah, I <sighs> story wise, like it's got story, it's got characters, but I don't know. I mean. To be fair, they, put, they could definitely make it interesting. And maybe yeah. Blizzard just thought this was the easiest to sell. It is odd that it's not even like a Warcraft series. That's what I would have picked immediately.
1: Actually, that's true. Yeah, Warcraft would have been a good pick. But maybe well, they were looking Starcraft? At... Actually, Starcraft would have been fucking... That would have been dope. Doing like a cool right? sci-fi anime. Oh man, now I but... want that. See, because... And... Probably... It's probably nothing to
0: be scared of. Nothing to be worried about. I really liked the Castlevania series, and I worry if, because they're going to be similar in tone, right? They're going to both be gory video game action series, and I just, I don't know, I don't know how much, if Netflix wants two of the same series, and if if I lose Castlevania
1: for Diablo, I'll be so bummed out. Well, look, here's the thing, like, I I think there's enough, there's, I know, like, most people, some people don't, like, I haven't. don't dive into the lore and stuff like that Uh, i'm definitely one of them i don't dive into the lore of of diablo (laughs) i have no idea (laughs) i know like vague character names and places and you know um but uh, there is a lot of lore there because it is at the end of the day it is an rpg like there are there are you know messages and scrolls and other lore dumps that are in the game, that if you want them, you can definitely seek them out. So I think they've got plenty to draw from there. Um, yeah, I just it's I just thought it was interesting that it sort of came out of nowhere. I mean, well, obviously, it wasn't ready to be fully announced yet, but like, you know, um, I, I I think don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah, this makes sense, right? Yeah. Blizzard had already said that. That Diablo would have stuff going on at BlizzCon, right? So we know that Diablo 3 yep. is coming to Switch, yep, and they confirmed that there's a new Diablo project in development, mm-hmm. and this would absolutely have been the other part had it yes. not snuck out early.
1: Yeah, this would have been this would have been the stinger at BlizzCon. But what? what well, because surely we're going to get a trailer or something at BlizzCon, like a fan, like a concept art trailer or something I at th- least. I imagine like a like a tease. Yeah, like just something small. Um, do they, uh, do you think they've got something for that next Diablo project in, like, ready to show? Again, not much, but, like, there might be something.
0: So Diablo 3 is an old game.
1: It is, yes.
0: That's all I'll say. Like, I, I still don't think Diablo 4 is coming, like, maybe not even next year. Like, maybe the year after next year. Yeah. But Diablo 3 man that came out in 2012 so yeah it's been 6 years and granted they've done you know they've done additional content and they still are cramming uh, cramming out new stuff yeah cranking absolutely. it out and still keeping that game going but i wanna believe that we'll see something so hopefully something s- substantial for Diablo 4 because i'm so excited for a new Diablo game i'm ready this, for it
1: i think this blizzcon's going to be cuz like last year was all about uh wow because they had like the that was when they, they announced Battle for Azeroth, wasn't it? I think. I honestly don't pay that much attention to BlizzCon yeah.
0: unless it's like Overwatch heavy Overwatch or related, even in yeah. this case Diablo heavy.
1: I actually didn't pay that much attention to it this year, last year anyway, because I, I remember watching the Reinhardt short sitting in um, Hong Kong airport on our stopover before we were, uh, got to Japan. So I I was like, oh, cool. Oh, BlizzCon. Blizzard World—that's a cool map. Awesome! I'll, I'm excited. I'll look into that when I get home and everything else. But yeah, didn't really look into anything else. But it seems like that they're they're gearing up for a Diablo heavy um, year at BlizzCon. I think the time I think is it's right. Time. So you know, but yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's it's interesting to say the least. And I think it's yeah, you're right. They they definitely. Yeah, <laughs> In in your in my opinion, I think they picked the wrong series. But I think that's just because we would like to see an animated Overwatch series. But that's you know it just deserves it. Let's be yeah. real here. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a good move to differentiate it because now a lot of people are going to be drawing comparisons between it and Castlevania. So, um, I don't know. Who knows. By the way,
0: so keen for Castlevania season two. Let's
1: go! Yeah, I need to actually watch
0: that. (laughs) You should. Like, it's season (laughs) one is short, and I fucking love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I watched the first episode. I'm like, it was really good, and then I never watched the rest of it. I don't know why, but um, I'll get to it. I'll add it to the list of a million things that I've got that I need to do. Um, but yeah, Diablo Netflix animated series. Get get hype for it. I guess get
0: get ready for for epic loot drops oh, big man. numbers
1: man there's got to be a joke in there about that, surely oh, probably probably yeah. there'll
0: be like you got those treasure goblins
1: <laughs> yeah it'll be like a nah I get it like that'll be it'll be one of those jokes oh but anyway, Karen have you got anything else for me okay
0: I have one more story, yep this one's a bummer. It bummed me out. It's not exactly... It's not strictly super surprising, but it's still a bummer. Yep. <clears throat> so, obviously, it was Tokyo Game Show this week in Japan. Uh-huh. You know? So, that, that was kicking off all week long. We learned a whole bunch of stuff about a bunch of games. And some of the more distressing news we got relates to Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. It will
1: It will have microtransactions. I saw this headline, I haven't, I didn't read the article just yet, so I'm going to say uh, dope, just because I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear the, uh, okay. the context for it.
0: I mean, the long and short of it is you will be able to buy the red orbs that you use to level up your characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, again, oh. it's it's hard to really see how this will affect the full game. It does make me a bit scared about it being grindy,
1: right? Yeah, that's um. So yeah, that's interesting.
0: We've got some quotes here from Itsuno, the director. With giving people the ability ability to purchase red orb red orbs, it's something we want to give people as an option if they want to save time and just get all get all the stuff at once. Those people can do that. But on the other hand, I don't feel but you have to get all the moves. You should be able to play it the way you want to play it. And it's just like, uh, I get it. Mm. You know, skipping skipping that is a thing. I don't know. It's going to be, because as long as it doesn't make leveling up tedious and, you know, drag it out, then I, I won't mind too much. But it's not a good sign having it in there.
1: No, it definitely isn't. Especially coming out of, well, you know, Gamescom and now TGS before this announcement. But like, a lot of really good, I think, hands-on previews as well. People just going, yeah, this this shit's the real deal. Like, this is gonna be, a, this is gonna be a good game. But
0: it's hmm. it's actually funny that, that yeah, the bad stuff we hear about Devil May Cry Five is usually behind the scenes or like not strictly gameplay related because there was all that um stuff that came up about the Dante theme that they debuted at TGS, right? Which has some controversy behind it. Personally, I listened to it and thought it sounded shit. <laughs> so okay. I, I hope it doesn't get yet, used. But um, It's bad. Okay, uh, They pulled it from YouTube, but it's not because it... They didn't pull it from YouTube because it was bad. The band that they had used to create the theme had a... I think either the lead singer or someone in the band had like... Oh, I have to look this up so I don't get the information wrong. Okay. Um, but there was a hi- some bad history.
1: Oh. Here we go. Okay. That's interesting.
0: So, yeah, so the the band that, that they were using was uh an American deathcore band called Suicide Silence. Okay. And basically what happened is the what the vocalist of the band, Eddie Hemida was accused of having a relationship and sexually harassing a 16-year-old fan. The sexual harassment included pressure for nude photos, but Hamida claimed he waited until she was 18 to ask anything sexual, and that she lied to him about her age. Oh, because so that makes it better.
1: That makes it better. Yeah. yeah no, oh, I'm no, right. I
0: waited.
1: So that-, <laughs> so that whole
0: mess came up.
1: Anyway. Let's not um, go That's a whole that different thing, but it's, hole, yeah. it is
0: interesting <laughs> to... Th- it's interesting that, to- yeah, Devil May Cry is like, yeah, the gameplay is really good and all this but now it's got microtransactions and then there's this this band controversy plus the song is shit in my opinion <laughs> okay <laughs> it's just not, it's not so put my devil trigger is a
1: great song it just oh, is yeah. awesome and it just i think it just feels right it's the right it, amount of Cockrock. rock like it's the it's that it's like that anime cock rock where you're like yeah this is what i needed to hear like it's, yeah yeah but if, uh, if you can
0: find a copy of the song, it's called Subhuman. I'm sure someone's re-upped it somewhere on YouTube. And it just isn't. It isn't what I want. So I'll, I'm hoping after after this controversy, it won't be in the game. But I guess we'll see. But yeah, between that and the microtransactions, Devil May Cry Five has not come out of Tokyo Game Show completely unscathed.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that's um, that's disappointing, but. I mean yeah. like I mean speaking of T- Tokyo Game Show there was some cool stuff in there. I mean th- th- I mean it's not a huge surprise or anything like that but I think his performance is cool. Troy Baker's going to be in Death Stranding. Um that little trailer yeah. of his with the the man in the gold mask is fucking his performance in that is awesome. Just in that minute and a half of him just being like a a maniac. I'm like yeah, okay all right, I can get behind this. It's like Troy Baker, you can tell he's having fun with it as well, like just being an evil person. Um, So, yeah, that was cool to hear. Um, Yeah, there was something else from TGS that was really cool. I I mean, there was a few things. Uh, I was trying to think. There was was a
0: very disappointing Phoenix Wright panel,
1: which was crap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. Which Capcom said it was unmissable, but all they announced was a trilogy... Re- like the, uh, the ace attorney trilogy which has been re- re- re-released multiple times will be coming to all platforms like ps4 xbox one pc switch etc and it will use the weird remastered art from a mobile phone release but that was oh, okay. about it they talked about the anime second season and a whole bunch of other shit but i don't know when you have an ace attorney panel and say it's unmissable people expect a new game and they didn't deliver that at all
1: yeah well, uh
0: Square Enix confirmed that Dragon Quest XI will come to Switch as Dragon Quest XI S. Okay. Not, no details, like no data or anything, but okay, it's confirmed, I guess, even though we
1: already knew. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was. New Kingdom Hearts trailer? Yes. Which, Holy shit, yes. Yeah. That was yes. the other one that I was the trying game. to think of. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was That was the moment where I was like, all right, it's time for birth by sleep. (laughs) Like I'm ready to go. Let's go back to it. That game's going to ruin me. I'm not
0: ready for that game. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah, But fucking big hero six, getting to fly around San Francisco. Like, Oh,
0: I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty confident about no Marvel or Star Wars in this one. Now I feel
1: pretty good. I think, I think you're right. I think one at most, absolutely most, but yeah, I think, you know, nah, (laughs) I think we're in a clear, yeah i'm happy i got toy story and big hero 6 as well i'm and monsters inc i'm i'm good i'm good i got those that's good um yeah i was yeah maybe there was something else that i looked at from tgs i was like before i might in my head i'm going yeah remember about that no can't remember it (laughs) obviously you completely forgot obviously wasn't important so um well done well done good good work um alrighty. shall we get that's my last thing Should we get to the, uh, should we get to the, the, the big old, the big old elephant in the room, I guess. Um, the elephant, the
0: big old elephant and the slightly smaller elephant standing next to it.
1: True. Yeah. They're both here. But equally as not good. (laughs) Um, so we're we're not, I guess we're not going to classify this as dope or nope because it's not really something to be, you know, either or really. Um, no. So... Uh, Earlier, or the end of last week, I think it was like, maybe like Friday or Saturday here. I remember remember waking up and checking out news forums, and this story was everywhere. Um, Telltale Games. uh, Clothing. The whole thing. Um, It started off, the the, the original story was that there was like 220 people being laid off, and there was going to be a small team of 25 sticking behind um, and then later on that got changed to no one that's was left behind. So that's
0: a thing. That's a thing we don't know.
1: Yeah. It's still, th- this story is still developing. Like even like three or four days later, it's still, yeah. things are still happening with it. It's, because, every day I wake up and there's some new development with it. That's like, it is, no, it isn't. This is happening. This is not happening. Um,
0: I think the last official statement I can find is stating that they will stick with a small group of 25 employees to carry out, some company obligations which according to the the rumors is at least uh like a minecraft story mode season yeah not even not even guaranteeing the final season of a walking dead
1: which and, is crazy like that is yeah crazy um like if that uh, like and i'm not i'm not saying you know anyone's in the right or anyone's in the wrong or anything like that but like just at a pure superficial level if that if that never happens, that's devastating to the people who worked on that yeah. series, to the fans. Like I think I saw someone I haven't read it, but there was I think the, the voice actor for Clementine wrote a note to the fans of the series. She did. Um She has a she has a statement
0: where I mean, honestly, it's it's a pretty long statement. The part that I would pick out of, of notes that sounds really grim for Walking Dead is I, unfortunately, like most of you, do not have the details on how this all came to be, and I also do not know the fate of the final season of The Walking Dead. To my knowledge, they will release episode 2, which I think is coming out this week. Yep. And then that will be it. Wow. That's... The statement goes on. It's it's worth checking out on her Twitter account, which is uh, at Melly Hutch, M-E-L-Y-H-U-T-C-H. But that sounds bad. Like it sounds, that sounds like we're not getting the rest of that season, which yeah, sucks.
1: Yeah. But- uh, obviously as well, other things that have been announced, like, uh, the stranger things, Netflix series is been canceled. Uh, and probably more heartbreaking, especially to, uh, probably yourself and a couple of our, our listeners or our good friends as well. Um, the Wolf Among Us season two has been canned as well, so that,
0: that one hurts. Yeah, Wolf Among Us season one was probably the best Telltale game I played. I think
1: I've heard a lot of good things about it, I and mean, I played the first episode. But yeah,
0: yeah, this but, and flawed. yeah, when they when they finally announced season two, it was exciting, and you now it's just not going to happen. And of course, it is important to emphasize that it sucks for everyone who's also suffered being laid off from this yes there's some really bad stuff coming out of that i'm hearing as well like issues They're... getting severance people yeah. who have just been hired who would moved cross-country there's a hashtag going around which is like hashtag telltale jobs and lots of honestly the industry whilst it would be great if this wouldn't happen to people a lot of teams are stepping out going hey uh You know, check out our positions and see if there's anything going your way. The best one I saw was, I think Ubisoft had like a a
1: mixer, like a dinner. That was awesome.
0: We'll pay, we'll pay for everything. You just come along. Yep.
1: You know, have a chat They had some of their different teams there. And we're like, you know, yeah, that's really, that was awesome. I was like, fuck yeah, Ubisoft. That's, that's really amazing to see. Like it actually was made me feel really, really, really happy. Um, in yeah. in this like really grim time, I guess, in terms of Telltale. Um, and it feels, you could probably tell that we were sort of going easy on the comparisons between the Life of Strange series and, and Telltale before, and that was because all this happened and it's like, well, you know, we probably wouldn't have been like, fuck Telltale or anything like that anyway, but I mean, yeah, like, it's just really not a good time, um,
0: yeah, I mean, because I've been critical about their stuff in the past, especially a lot of their recent stuff. Of course, but it seemed that like doesn't it... change how I felt about season one of The Walking Dead.
1: Absolutely, yeah. when I
0: first played that,
1: like, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's still very, that's still special. Like, and the thing is, we wouldn't have Life is Strange if it wasn't for no. season one of The Walking Dead. It's simple as that, really. Yeah, Telltale tell like that. That was that was the explosion of. Because, I mean, they'd played around before with those episodic games with, like, the Back to the Future thing and all that sort of stuff, but none of them really took off until that Walking Dead was that perfect lightning-in-a-bottle moment of when that series on TV was at its, like, you know, at one of the, its biggest fever pitch moments and um, the comics were still going and, and whatnot and everyone was, like, Walking Dead obsessed. So for them to be able to have, like, this narrative, interactive narrative... Um, Explode onto the scene and, and just sort of really change the way I mean, not just with like interactive storytelling, but with episodic games in general. Because you to look at things like Hitman, like Hitman became an episodic game, and everyone was like, What the fuck? and then it started coming out, and people were like, Actually, this is kind of cool. And yeah, I don't know, it's but, but then, but then Hitman 2
0: has gone back to being a full game and not episodic anymore. So, yeah, exactly. I think uh, the, the other thing that really helped Walking Dead was. It was good. Like, it seems such like a, like That's such a it. weird thing to say. But for a licensed game to be mm-hmm. good, yep. like, it captured the essence of A Walking Dead.
1: Yep, it did. And it told an, a, an original story as well that was outside yeah. of the comics and the, the TV series. They had crossovers and intersections and things like that with, like, different characters, like Herschel and whatnot. But, I mean, yeah, like... And, and I, I know I've, I, I, my, my first thought, cause I'd just been talking to like over the last few weeks, I've been talking to uh, Lauren and Cotter from point and click. And uh, like, they were saying how much they were really enjoying the first episode of the final season of walking dead. And I was sort of asking them whether or not I could jump into it without having played season two and three. And they were like, honestly, you probably could. And I was like, okay, well maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll wait for it to come out, or maybe I'll wait for just before the last episode comes out and, and play were, it then. And
0: they were turning me like around. That's
1: on it. probably not going to happen now. So my first thought was like, "Oh God, poor Lauren, <laughs> what's she going to do?" Um, but yeah, it's just so I I don't know what else to say about it, man. Like it's just awful.
0: It sucks. It's, it's awful. Like yeah, it's one of those. It's I, I didn't see it coming.
1: Yeah, that was the thing, I woke up and I saw, it it was literally like, I think I opened Facebook and it was the first thing that popped up and I'm like, surely not, and I've read the article and I'm like, oh god, this is real, like, this is a thing that's happened, it was just completely out of the blue, but yeah, Um, and apparently, yeah, over on the the game um, GameSpot have an article which is like the latest on the Telltale Games closure, Um, CEO Pete Hawley said it was an incredibly difficult year for Telltale. Uh, While they were proud of their releases, the games did not sell well enough, Hawley said. So, yeah, I think it was... And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I think it was just a matter of, like, there was a lot coming out from that studio. And not a lot of it was sticking as much anymore, unfortunately.
0: Again, I don't want to... No, I know.
1: But, like, I mean...
0: yeah. They're aware. Like, the people who work there know what
1: happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, And if only that was the only closure this week, Joel.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. I guess that's as good a segue as we're going to get into the next part of this.
0: Yeah, because Capcom has also announced that they have shut down Capcom Vancouver, for those who aren't in the know for which studio that is, that's the team that brought us the Dead Rising games.
1: Yeah. That's, um... Yeah. So no more Dead Rising. Um, but no. at I mean, least from, not necessarily... Like yeah.
0: Maybe not from them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I. I mean, I don't think... That one isn't as much... And again, I'm not shit-talking or anything like that, but, like, just looking at it from a purely critical point of view, like, um... After Dead Rising 4, was that the last one? 5? I don't even remember. 4 was the last one. 4 with was Frank. the last one? Yeah, back with Frank. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of people that just were either played it and were like, it's okay, and or just people just... I didn't see a lot of talk going on about it. Um, And so when I heard that news, I was like, okay, well, as shitty as that is for the people involved, like the game that series obviously looks like it needed to be uh put on the back burner for a bit anyway but yeah it's never good when you hear about a, a studio closure um yeah
0: well obviously this resulted in 158 people being laid off
1: yeah just awful just awful
0: bad bad week really for yep.
1: for, for devs that yeah, sucked really not good um so, I mean, if on the rare the rare chance that uh someone is listening to this that has been affected by that um our best wishes are with you, and we hope and we know that you'll bounce back and and find something uh else to work on um and thank you for your games, I guess um,
0: yeah even if even if they're not listening, it's just not, the sentiment is it's good to get it out there, that's but, it,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, just being, putting that out into the ether and just sort of, you know, um, I don't know. It, it Especially because there, yeah. there are, there are dicks
0: out there who were, who were on the Telltale people and it's just like, come on guys, he's
1: up. Yeah. Just like, come on. That's, that's the least of their worries at the moment. So, uh, they've got bigger fish to fry. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's, again, this uh, this is this story is
0: developing, so this could keep this could come up again because yeah, like yeah. I said, there doesn't seem to be like a full stop on this story yet. The sentence is still going. Twenty five people left, but who knows what will happen in the coming weeks? So I think the CEO said they'd have more to announce soon. Who knows when that'll be?
1: Yeah, um, in, in the coming weeks, I think it says yeah, we'll announce yeah, specific yeah. details on its upcoming roadmap in the coming weeks. Uh. But yeah, Valet to to Telltale and uh, Capcom Vancouver. Well, after finishing Dope or Nope on a bit of a um, somber tone, I guess, um, uh, I think it's time for us to move into our final segment of the show, which is, of course, the bonus round. Bonus round. Our bonus round is, of course, our questions and answers segment of the show, where you, the listener, get to write in any questions, games, opinions that you want to share with us, and we'll uh, try and discuss them on the show. Um, so we've got a few to get through this week. Um, some some pretty good ones, actually. Starting off with Mr. Broderick Gordes, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. Um, if you like listening to people talk about television shows as much as you like to listen to us talk about video games... These, uh, Damask and Broad are your go-to people. You need to go check out Hunting Seasons. Um, it's fantastic. It's a great podcast. Like I said before, it is a podcast I would recommend to my friends if I didn't, my friends weren't the ones who were hosting it. So, um, it's very, very good. And, um, yeah, you should go listen and check it out. I think this week they're doing, oh, I know what they're doing and I've forgotten it already.
0: You should really uh, have this loaded if you're going to do this
1: stroll. I should, yeah. No, I, I can check it. It's fine. I'm checking it now. Um, actually, they're doing sharp objects. That's right. Um, with special guest Hannah Dallas, which is lovely to hear. Hannah's wonderful. Um, and yeah, a, a show that I really should watch because I've heard good things about it. Um, I mean, I do. I did like Gone Girl. So exactly, yeah. That was the thing. I I really liked Gone Girl. I, did I say Gone Girl with you? You did. Yes. I thi- I saw it for the second time cuz I went the first time by myself and I went with you and Ash to see it the second time and I I don't remember getting to the to the point and just sort of looking at you guys sort of oh, unpack yeah, it all as it happens, just
0: watching for reactions yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I I was that guy um, but yeah definitely go and check out hunting seasons brod's a wonderful person and we he we love him very much so, Brod asks us this week, what cancelled or unreleased game has broken your heart the most? Kyron, the floor is yours. I think we all know the answer.
0: Here's the easiest question in the world. Easiest question, yep.
1: because there's only one yep.
0: There's only one correct answer. Silent Hills. Yep, that's it. The Silent Hill game that would have saved the franchise would have been the, the glorious return of my favourite survival horror game franchise. Yep. Like
1: snuffed out just gone and the people the people attached to it like having kojima and yeah del toro and del toro and uh readers was Maritas. going to read it of course like it's it was just like i guess it was just too perfect and pure for this world and
0: and to the, like, you may be like oh but how do i know that was going to be any good well i have the answer for you there was an incredible demo you could download called pt mm-hmm. which yeah. to this day is on my playstation and yep. it'll forever be a reminder of what could have
1: been yep just uh look at it and sigh every <sighs> now and else. then yeah um for me uh both star wars games um but uh star wars 1313 <laughs> um that sounded like an awesome yeah it sounded like an awesome like detective like Almost like it, it in my mind, it was like a noir thriller set in the Star Wars universe. And I'm like, fucking, yeah, I am down for that shit. because um, the gameplay looked like Star Wars Uncharted, didn't it? Basically, yeah. Uh, and then we were like, okay, we're not getting that, but hey, oh, look, Amy Hendricks working on a Star Wars game. Maybe that's the game we're gonna maybe that we can get our Star Wars Uncharted there. And then that one got cancelled as well. So, um, yeah, those two sucked a little bit i would have liked to have seen something that wasn't just a competitive online shooter that had a decent storyline to be told outside the the normal stories in the star wars universe but you know i guess alas not meant to be i have i have one other one
0: okay this one again if you if you know me and you know the franchises i like should be pretty obvious uh it was the long rumored metroid dread
1: oh i don't know about this one actually Oh,
0: don't she? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fill me in. Time for a, a little history lesson. Okay. So yeah. Metroid's, Metroid Dread was going to be a super metroid desk, like, you know, 2D, Metroidvania, Metroid, like legit mm-hmm. proper one for the DS. And okay. not much was known about it. It was referenced in some Metroid Prime uh, log entries. So you could literally read about a thing called Metroid Dread. Okay. Uh, Obviously, it never came to be, but there was a particular interview. I'm trying to find the quote.
1: Uh, it's a badass name, Metroid Dread. Yeah, right. It's fucking dope. <laughs> I really dig that name. It's really cool. I can't.
0: I can't find a good quote. But it was a game that basically never got to exist. It was on like a um, coming soon list for ages. But never got a date, and eventually ended okay. up being cancelled. Which, yeah, I mean, we did eventually get um, Metroid on the 3DS, which was fine. Samus Travel yep. was a good game. Yep. But it was a remake, and I can't help but wonder what Dread would have been like.
1: Yeah, that's um. Craig Harris yeah. from
0: IGN back in 2010 claimed that the um the story was fully written, and he had seen it. And Nintendo would wow. be able to bring it back at any time. They just didn't. Wow, that's um, um, that's crazy. I
1: didn't know about that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, like you can read about it. There's a lot of stuff written on the internet about it and stuff like it's it it existing but not really existing, and it's it's interesting. Yeah.
1: Does the end of Metal Gear Solid Five count? <laughs> 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 does Does that count? Because if so, that. That's also out there for me. <laughs> yeah, that that too. Like, it's, I'm bending the rules there, but hey, if you listen to this show enough, you know I do that all the time anyway. Especially with Brod's questions. Um, I somehow managed to misread them and things. Didn't misread it this time, just wanted to throw that one into the ring. Um, yeah, is there anything else you can think of? Trying to think of other Not really. games. Not really. Off the top of my yeah.
0: head, those are the two big ones.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. It's really popping into my mind either but um but yeah i mean it always sucks when i mean look, we just talked about it for a little while as well about the you know when studios get closed but it's a little yeah, less I mean, sad but it's still not as not as devastating i guess but could still you got to think about all the the teams working on those games but yeah it's it's rough can um can we say wolf, wolf, wolf among us season two <laughs> Oh yeah, there you go. There's a there's a fresh wound. The end of The Walking Dead, potentially. Um, I was interested to see what the Stranger Things yeah time would have been. No like, I was I was I was unsure, but I was intrigued at the at the most. I was like, okay, I'm I'm willing to check this out. Maybe not now. And there's other other big profile ones, like high profile ones like I guess from um Blizzard things like um starcraft ghost yeah starcraft uh, ghost sounded cool yeah and um and titan as well um Uh, but it sort of became overwatch (laughs) exactly so you know we we got something i feel like might have been a little bit better anyway titan feels like what anthem is trying to be now in my mind for some reason i don't know why but anyway um but yeah thank you very much for your question brod uh just carried on nicely from nicely. I don't know if there's another word for that, but carried on from our our previous topic in Dope or Nope. So uh, our next question comes from the one, the only, the man himself, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful friend of the show. Lovely, lovely person. Uh, Has done all our graphic design work and some artwork for us, who's just a fantastic, wonderful human being who we swear to God we will have on the show one day. I swear to God we'll do it. It's it's been it's been 111 episodes and we still haven't done it, and I feel fucking awful about it. But um, yes, we love him and he's just a genuinely lovely human being. So, uh, Sean asks us this week: what is the ideal amount of hype time between a game being announced and the release of said game? You don't want it to drop out of nowhere and potentially miss it, but you don't want to get your hopes. Don't want to get want hopes to get raised too high and end up with your sky having no men in it. I see what you did there. I see, I see what you did there. I read that and I'm like, wait, where does he go? Oh, I get it. I see what you did. Um, I, I the the fallout for Bethesda timeline of things, I think, is the perfect way of doing things. In my mind, that was just brilliant. Yeah,
0: it was quick, but the turnaround was quick, which was good.
1: Yeah, it was quick, but it wasn't like, you know, I mean, I love a good shadow drop, but I don't think a shadow drop for something like Fallout 4 would, you know, it definitely wouldn't work. But, you know, I, I think with a, a big budget AAA title, I think something like a, a good four to six months, like hype cycle is a good way to build up hype. For your game uh and then just have it come out and stick to that date
0: yeah, yeah. It, it's easiest haven't it done though i guess isn't it like
1: true yeah you know i mean games honestly get, i
0: mean
1: yeah
0: is there anything more than a year i think is rough i like it being within at least like a 12 month window
1: that's yeah that's pretty solid yeah so you've still got, especially in this day and age, when there's so much coming out and coming out, you thick and fast. It's, yeah, having yeah stuff on the on the horizon is probably a good thing, but not too far on the horizon. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you don't want to show off something and then because that that's clearly not going to be what it's gonna, the final product's going to be like. So um, even I guess like the way Kojima's been doing stuff with Death Stranding, like like that game could change and everyone would be okay with it because it, we just don't know what it is anyway. So, like, that could change at the last minute. Something could be drastically different, but we wouldn't really know or care, I guess. I mean, I that know. most recent trailer
0: looked like a boss battle, so we, I think we it can did. confirm boss battles.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And fucking, oh, creepy-looking boss battle. Looked awesome. Great monster design, but just so unsettling. Um, definitely had, like, a, say- a, a Bloodborne vibe to it.
0: I find it funny that Bethesda is both on the good and bad side of this because obviously their turnaround with Fallout 4 and like Evil Within 2 is good, mm-hmm. but this year they did the exact opposite by being like, hey, yo, Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield, years away. Keep an yeah. eye on them. You're like, oh, well,
1: hang on a second. <laughs> it's, but I think that's a, that's also like a... He's up, Turbo. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a sp- exception to the rule a slightly there, I feel, like... That's just to say, like to satisfy fans that are just like, we want to know what it is, we want to know that it exists, and so for them just to go, shut the fuck up, it exists. It'll be ready when it's ready. So just know that it is being worked on. Just this is your official confirmation from us, Bethesda. Um, and I think Nintendo were doing the same thing, like with Metroid and Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion Three, like all those things. It's like it's happening. Just calm your farm.
0: Metroid was a mistake. They shouldn't have announced it so early.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, but, I mean, with things like, uh, uh, maybe not even Luigi's Mansion, but like Animal Crossing, that one was just like, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> like, it was going to happen eventually. For them just to be like, yes, you are correct. Oh, yeah. Look forward to it in the future. And it's like, all right, cool, I'm happy. I'll, I will look forward to hearing more about it at E3 next year, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'd love a good shadow drop. Get a get a good tasty indie game that I've had on my radar for a while and just shadow drop that shit. Oh boy, like that Hollow Knight one on Switch, that was so glorious. Them just like going into that direct, I was just like, we were, we. Were, I remember all of us talking. We were just like, I reckon it's time. Hollow Knight. They've been quiet for a while, and it's they've said like they were they were hyping it up for a while, and then they went silent, and then that the, the, the thing started and they were going into so much detail about it. And then the lead up to the end, we we're like, we're proud to announce that this game with all its DLC and all its future DLC, I'm like, it's coming today. And they're like, we'll be available right after this presentation. And it was like, fuck yeah, this is so good. I'm like refreshing the, <laughs> Sw- the switch eShop going, come on. I want to give you my money. Um, but yeah, like I, I love a good shadow drop for a, a good, like even like a high profile indie game that you've been waiting for good feeling real good feeling um but yeah uh but like i said i think the the bethesda cycle that six month and like you said the 12 month as well cycle i think is good build hype drop some strategically placed trailers uh maybe don't show as much as something like a, i don't know a spider-man but even then after playing spider-man like i feel like I got to that point and I was like, okay, here we go, but then there was still so much more after that. So it didn't f- having finished it now, I was like I feel satisfied. I don't feel upset that I'd watch that trailer now, so um yeah. Here's what you don't do. Don't square in it. God. There we go. That's that's the perfect example of not what not to do. Wow. <laughs> uh. Look at this game! It's gonna take two console generations to come out. Oh, okay, cool. Yep, thank you. When, when I'm when
0: I'm in a retirement village playing Final Fantasy VII remake, it's gonna be amazing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's
0: <laughs> god, so good. Eventually, one day, oh. maybe.
1: Yeah, you hope. Um, but yes, thank you, Sean, for your question. It was a good. I, I'm always I'm always down to talk about hype. Love it. Love a bit of hype. Can't go wrong with it. Um, unless you're Square Enix and you can definitely go wrong with it <laughs> multiple times in a row. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, thank you very much, Sean. Ah, uh, next up, we have a question from Gary Foster. Relatively uh new friend of the show, a new, new friend on Twitter for me personally, old friend of yours, but a uh, new friend for me on Twitter. Had some wonderful conversations with him over the last week. It was very lovely. Um, But Gary asks us, top five must-haves for the Nintendo 64 Mini outside of uh, PD? Oh, what's that? Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Ah, I remember reading it. I'm going, Perfect Dark. dark. Yeah. So outside Perfect Dark, (laughs) Jet Force, Gemini, Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, and Goldeneye. Um, Hmm. So, I mean... There are, uh, Is it cheating you know, to say Majora's Mask? <laughs> fuck no, because it's a great game. Majora's Mask, awesome. <laughs> you Arguably, could say no I'm like, well, he didn't say no Majoras. <laughs> yeah, see, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, Pokémon Stadium. Why not? Yeah, that'd be cool. Here's one. Here,
0: here's one for you, Joel. All
1: right, hit me with it.
0: A true classic. Okay. Beetle Adventure Racing. Fucking you! Oh boy, oh oh, Kyron. Yes, I played so much of that on Nintendo sixty four. Like
1: fucking so rented the much. shit out of it. Rented the shit out of it. Oh god, what a game! What a like, game! A true, a true classic. A
0: true classic.
1: There, there was the shitty like HSV Adventure Racing, and fuck that off. Yeah, fuck that fuck off. Fuck that off. Only beat I'm Adventure up.
0: Racing. Only those sweet shortcuts.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah was awesome. I mean Oh man, yeah back. that's a good answer. Um my wild card one would be uh Snowball Kids One and Two. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Those games are good. Those games are real good. Like solid fun. I remember playing a lot of Snowboard Kids. <laughs> I just I don't know why. I the Nintendo sixty four that I had, or the games that I borrowed off a friend, because I, I didn't have my own until like, you know, the last six years or so I bought one um yeah like I I I remember the one that I had on loan from a friend because he wasn't playing it anymore um I borrowed a whole bunch of games from friends and um yeah that was one of them snowball kids I remember playing so much of that and like the fact that it was a racing game and you did laps but like you had to when you got to the bottom you had to like line up to get into the ski lift to go back for the second lap I loved that (laughs) so cool and like different power-ups and stuff and the characters are all like fun and I think it had like a s like a career mode in it as well. It was a fun game. I'd I'd like to see Snowboard Kids. Give us the new snowboard kids. Fucking why not? Let's go. Uh I'm not sure which of the two I would pick, but either Turok one or Turok two. Oh yeah, good call. Good call. Never played them, but I want to. I, uh, yeah, that, that's that's it that's a good that's a good call. Um, oh, one popped into my head and it's just disappeared again. Oh damn, that's
0: gonna kill me. I
1: um, mean, if,
0: if 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 rare's on the table, get some blast core
1: in there. Fucking blast core! Hell yeah, blast core! That game rocks. That game's so good. Um, yeah, I'm when I got the rare Blastcore. replay for Xbox One. That was one of the first games I booted up. I should go back and play that. Blast Core was so much fun. And I feel like now, as an adult, I'd have a better idea of actually how to play the game. Because <laughs> like, I had no idea when I was a kid. I'm like, I oh, know, am blowing up everything. <laughs> yes, cool. <laughs> and then like, no, you're supposed to protect that truck over there. Nah, fuck that. I'm blowing up silos. In my fucking, <laughs> like, jump jet out Our hero. Backpack. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you could get out, couldn't you? And like, you were that little tiny little person. You could run to like a new vehicle, couldn't you? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Oh,
0: oh. Again, I don't, I don't know which one I'd pick, but one of the Vigilante Eight games.
1: I was waiting for you to say that. There were games I always I... wanted to play and I never got around to it. I'm so, so upset that I didn't get to play them. Um,
0: Joel, next time, next time you're around or I'm down there, like I think yep. I still have like Vigilante Eight Second Defense. We should hook that shit up. Okay, done. <laughs> I'm down. I'm keen. Um, it'll, it'll run at like two frames a second on split screen, but
1: we yeah. should do it. <laughs> who who owns Vigilante Eight? Who was it by? Could we get a new Vigilante just, Eight that's game? That's a fucking good. That's a good question. I'm gonna Google. I'm get, gonna Google Vigilante Eight IP. Even even if you give it to like a like a smaller team, like an indie team, chuck it on the Switch. Have like Joy-Con co-op mode. Get that, get that firing. So,
0: Vigilante Eight, developed by Luxo Flux and published by Activision.
1: Uh oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> the last yeah. release was a
0: Game Boy Color game in
1: 1999. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was so fun. Oh man. No card combat games anymore. Bring them back. Give me some good car combat games. Um, oh, there oh, was a
0: um, there was a remake, or well, not really a remake, but there was Vigilante Eight Arcade. Oh, that came to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I wonder if it's backwards compatible. <laughs> oh
1: shit! I'm ha- I'm having a check when I go to before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> yep. Please let me know because let's get if we can do that. We can play some online. Um. Oh man, what was the one? Just skip my brain. Trying to think of all these other like weird obscure games that I played on the sixty four that I really liked. You'd have to have like Mario Party two on there. Like that's a that's a classic. He didn't say we couldn't say it,
0: so smash. Get Smash on there.
1: Oh oh yeah, Smash. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That needs to be on there. You gotta have all those Mario like those first uh party Mario representation on there. I mean, he didn't list this either, but Mario Kart'd be on there. Like I know he said top five. Oh yeah. But This has been a fun conversation, so... Uh, Um, Not Buck Bumble. (laughs) Not Buck... Oh, come on. Why not Buck Bumble? it's not...
0: Because... (laughs) Not Buck Bumble and not Glover.
1: Oh, fuck. What about Castlevania 64? Not
0: Castlevania 64
1: or the second one. Uh, Not Gex. Not... Oh, come on. (laughs) Gex, come on. <laughs> was Gex 64? I thought that was PlayStation. Maybe it was on PlayStation. I, I think he had one
0: game on 64.
1: Yeah, maybe. There's plenty of those, like... That's what we have Google. Let's Google Gex. Plenty of those, like, Z-tier. He had um, Gex Enter the Gecko. Oh, that's right. I remember that one. I remember seeing the, the cover for it. What else did I hire a lot of? Trying to go back through all my like all the things I used to hire for the 64 that I had. Uh man, oh, just I wanna play through Perfect Dark again. I know I can on rare replay, but <laughs> playing through with it with a sixty four controller would be pretty t- pretty tasty. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I think I'm tapped. Man. You got anything else, Karen?
0: I can't think of anything else, really. Maybe, again, this is more so just because it was cool when it came to Nintendo 64, but uh, let's get Resident Evil 2 on there.
1: Why not? Oh, yeah. Well, if we're doing that, like, fucking Doom. Oh, yeah, there was a a Doom game on 64. (laughs) That's right. Yep. And wasn't Duke Nukem
0: on it as well? I think so, yeah. Duke Nukem was as well. Fuck,
1: StarCraft was on there as well.
0: StarCraft was, and Command & Conquer. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I know. No, I think Command and Conquer was maybe on PS One.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. It was Red Alert. Yeah. No, hang um, on a second.
0: It was definitely a Command and Conquer on sixty four. Command and Conquer sixty four. What do you got for me, Google? Yeah, it was Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer sixty four. Dope.
1: Oh, Space Station oh, yeah, Silicon like- Valley. Oh yes. Yeah, I always wanted to play it, and I never got to. I remember reading a lot about it in like like lots of uh gaming magazines and stuff. Oh, no, that's it. Oh man, I'm looking through a list of like underrated 64 games. San Francisco Rush.
0: Oh wow. And
1: San Francisco Rush 2049, the future one where you could fly cars. The cars had like wings and you could like fly into okay. the air. It was fucking awesome. I remember <laughs> playing a lot of um San Francisco Rush talking about racing games with shortcuts. And they were essentially like open world ones. Of like you have to like collect keys to unlock new cars. And oh man, that game was so much fun. Lots of like massive jumps and stuff. Oh, Classic. yeah, no, that's, <laughs> oh man, I want that. Give me San Francisco Rush. I can hear the music in my, like the the, the music in my head. And like every time you hit the, like the select button, like to select an uh, an option on the menu to go rush every time. So good. Love it. Oh man, that, that makes me so happy. I guess you could check in Yoshi's story as well, but
0: yeah, Paper Mario.
1: Oh, Paper Mario is a good one. Never played it, but good. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm definitely tapped now. I'm just happy. I remembered San Francisco rush. That's, Oh, that's dope. That game is tasty. I'm, ha-
0: I'm happy that I remembered Beetle Adventure Racing and Vigilante yeah. 8.
1: <laughs> yeah, both those. Top notch. Even though I didn't play Vigilante 8. You would have um, loved Vigilante 8. I know. It would have been That's your thing. jam. That's the thing. I'm fucking devastated I never played it. I don't know why I never played it. Anyway. I don't know um, why either.
0: It's so good.
1: Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I- Man, if if only I only could go back in time. Um, cool. Well, thank you, Gary, for your uh, your little. Uh, I guess it was a question, topic of conversation. Both. Um, huh. Yeah, true. Uh, I mean, I know it was it, you said top five, but we sort of, again, we bend the rules here. That's how we roll. <laughs> dialogue we, we, options. We, we
0: rattled on as we do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We enjoy it. You got us on a tangent about like a good console and fun games, so. Um, I tell you what, I tell you what, Joel. Before we move on, yeah,
0: I after having that little back and forth and that discussion, I believe in a Nintendo sixty four mini if they're willing to do yep. some of the weird games. That's yep. Now I'm thinking about it. Like,
1: you could. Work. I think that's. I think that's that's what they need to do is do those weird games that like people had heard about and gone. Oh yeah, that's right. I should have played. I, I would like to have played that. Just not buck um, Bumble. Not buck Bumble. What is that theme song there, Karen? No,
0: <laughs> the Buck Bumble no. rap. I don't um, want to think about it. Stop. This. <laughs> well,
1: which all right, you have to you have to pick one, and you have to listen to it like every day for a week, at least two times. All right, either DK sixty four rap or the Buck Bumble rap.
0: I mean, it's for DK DK rap every time.
1: Yeah, DK rap's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Is it is it Ben that doesn't like DK rap? No, it's me. <laughs> it's you. Oh, that's right. And it's not that I don't like
0: it. I just don't like it as a s as a background song on Smash because it loops forever
1: and just drives <laughs> me insane. <laughs> <laughs> so here. For- anyway. Um <laughs> oh, as, a, you, as a standalone
0: song, like I could listen to it once and be like, cool, and then move on to another song. But when it's just looping in the background, it starts to grate on my nerves a bit.
1: Uh, all right. DK rap or Sonic Boom. DK rap. <laughs> there are better Man. there are better
0: Sonic songs you could pick. So DK there rap is in that scenario. So
1: many bad Sonic songs. Um and most of them are in Smash Brothers. <laughs> so good. Hey, anyway, so- yes. the
0: Sonic Adventure ones are, are just fun enough.
1: Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, uh, Escape from the City Let's is good. That's a good song. Live and Learn. Um, yeah, Live and Learn. That's a good song. Um, thank you, Gary, for your, your your question slash topic of conversation. Uh, moving on to our very final question for the week. It comes from our good friend, Mr. Ben Clark. Uh, wonderful, wonderful friend of ours. Um, has finished Spider-Man now. He was messaging us a lot going... So I'm up to this part. How far like, am I close? <laughs> We're like, nah, dude, you got ages, man. You get, I've done this now. It's like, nah, you still got so much more. <laughs> you've got some of the best stuff coming up. Um, he got there, though. And good on he did get there. Yeah, he did get there. He's traded it in now for, for Smash and, and Red Dead. So he's very happy with himself. Um, but Ben asks us this week, share a little about yourselves. Can you share some of your favorite specific gaming memories? Be it from early childhood or now. Something that you look back on with absolute fondness. Something specific like a particular session on one game in childhood. Or an online match you can just relive over and over. Um, The first time I ever played a, 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 what, a video game it was, was an NES playing Super Mario Brothers. And um, I'm pretty sure Dig Dug. Or Digger. It's one of those games uh, on the original NES at my sister and her then husband's place. Because um, they had one. And I remember playing it and just being like just so taken by it. And going, what is this? And um, that's where it all began, I guess. So, yeah, I remember sitting in that room and, and being shown how to play uh, Super Mario Brothers. And it was just, yeah, looking back on that, I'm like... I can't wait to do that with my kid. Like, I can't wait to have that moment of, like, all right, this is where we're starting. It starts today. Your training begins today. (laughs) Uh, Much easier with the NES, though.
0: (laughs) Only, like, what, four buttons and a (laughs) D-pad?
1: Yeah, true. Well, yeah, technically two buttons, because one's, like, the start and select button, so... True, yeah. Yeah. Much easier to pick most. up and,
0: and learn on that controller.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, but still enough challenge in there as well with you know specific oh, games yeah. and things as well, which is good. Um, yeah. Anything spring to mind off the top of your head?
0: Kind I of mean, any... I've talked a lot about just early NES stuff, like playing playing Mario for the first time, hanging out with like some like neighbors from way back when while they played Legend of Zelda. Just obviously all the classics.
1: Yeah. But it's cool to think about know, those. I feel like I
0: talk about them a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um I and I mean we've spoken about these times as well, but like some of like the bit be- most of my best gaming memories are uh, like involve you. Um and also Take ben. that, everyone else. Well and also ben, ben as well. Like, you know, it's uh and, and broad as well, like, you know, uh you three are, uh and Brendan your housemate you for uh, the so many amazing times playing um whether it be smash or whether it be like watching what like you showing me resident evil 4 for the first time at a sleepover at your house oh my just god playing playing the mercenaries mode uh you know and both Dr. Ben Sal- and I are
0: going no he, Dr. Salvador's coming up he's he's gonna be around here <laughs>
1: you hear the chainsaw, and then you open the door, and he was there. And this is
0: <laughs> <laughs> Firing a pistol. Soiled myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that moment. Um,
0: like, this is a perfect opportunity. Like, we could bring up so many, like, inside jokes and stories and all that. Oh, like, yeah. The time we were playing Borderlands with, with Brendan, my housemate, and oh, it was yes. late. It was late at night, and we were gambling on the, uh, the gun roulettes. Yep, the slot machines, yeah. 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 And he won a gun. Didn't pick it up immediately, so you nicked it, ran
1: (laughs) off, and sold it. (laughs) I certainly did. And then went back to the slot machines and put the money back into it. (laughs) And we were giggling like idiots when that happened. Because then it became a game. Because, like, you had to... It was more... the, The gamble wasn't just within the game itself. It was, like how quickly can you pick up the gun that drops out? Exactly. No matter what it is, you have to pick it up straight away. Um, so you would
0: have someone on on the actual slot machines and then everyone would be crowded around waiting. <laughs> Just,
1: that's right. Just like standing over them. Um, I, I must admit, one of my, like the, the recent ones, like when I jumped into No Man's Sky with you and Brendan and they like <laughs> crouched behind the table with my Johnny Five head. Oh my God. <laughs> and that was, that Man. was fun. And Brendan being on a hostile planet, and me
0: coming to see you, <laughs> landing, getting back in my ship to fly back to Brendan, getting trapped on the planet with him, us yep. coming to terms with the fact that the only way we'd be safe is if we, you know, killed ourselves and reloaded. Yep. Yep. And then still getting stuck again, and finally making our daring escape, and making it to you. And you're just, like, happily just picking up, a, like, minerals and oh, stuff, and we're just I was not happy. Space. I was not
1: happy. I was, like, trying to fucking get get my shit together so i can get off the goddamn planet um uh you came to a bad system <laughs> i really did uh i also liked uh playing resistance with you Kyron, in co-op oh, and, God. and just being wild card bitches joel um Kyron's like standing mark. there because it- was like all I right we're, we're mass gonna-. effect it's true yeah he was like, oh, I'm going to, we're, we're going to go through here. If you go into the left and flank those guys, I'm going to go through the middle, try and draw fire. And I'd just be like, Leroy Jenkins. And just run straight in. Um, <sighs> throwing spider grenades everywhere. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and me oh, like get killed. <laughs> that also carries into Borderlands as well, the first one. Karen, Karen down. Karen please, please come pick me up. Because that was the thing with Borderlands, because I was playing it by myself at home. But then every Sunday, I'd, I'd go to your house, and we'd play it together. But you'd obviously been playing it by yourself as well. So I was jumping in with my character that I'd started there with you, which was severely under-leveled by the time I got yes. back to it. <laughs> and so I was just a fucking piece of wet cardboard. And just make it, calm, calm down, help, please. Please help. And you're like, fucking, oh, God damn it! I'm coming back, like running across, but like even- running the gauntlet to try and get to me even in Borderlands 2 I have a
0: lot of memories of playing that and like someone going down and begging for help on whoever was playing as the siren at the time when she mm. when you unlocked like the ability for her her projectile to be a res
1: oh yeah click res
0: so you just you'd see it coming at you from over a hill and I'd be like thank you <laughs> I'm, <up. laughs> yep. I'm good
1: yep yeah I just feel like yeah Brendan just throwing out heels everywhere just like yeah 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 <laughs> Um, oh so good be it like so I said um,
0: Mass Effect 3 Online we played a lot of that a lot of classic Joel running into death <laughs> immediately because and the was going okay cool this is the second wave
1: so that's good shotgun space punch repeat
0: yeah and how'd that go
1: it work sometimes
0: we had we had many many nights of Ben carrying us as his little um
1: oh yeah uh volus rollers volus. volus. yeah rollers to damn volus, that's right, um, keeping us alive by
0: just kiting enemies around,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Ash was involved in that as well, like she she yeah, got, yeah, like she was playing if I wasn't playing if I was at work or something, she'd be playing it with you guys as well, and we were just Man, we were those... all about that shit. I'm so bummed the multiplayer sucked in Andromeda, yeah. That could have been the thing that made me actually keep the game.
0: I know, right? But last not the if game. it was
1: if it was good, I would have kept it. But it was just not good, <laughs> and so it was just terrible. Game, none of that game was good. Um, terrible and buggy. It's a bad game. It's a bad game. Sorry if you like it, but it's a bad game. Um, I had another one that popped into my mind as well. Oh, um, just like weird little party games. I, I remember the night we played. We spent like a good three hours playing Nidhog. And just passing the <laughs> controller around at your place and just, just screaming, constant screaming, just, ah, 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 and everyone else getting, oh my God, I'm so close. It was, that is the most hype game to watch people play and play yourself. It's such a great game because to just it's, put on. It's and chaos. Just like, it is chaos. And it's like the ultimate one V one. And it's so much fun to play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, Nidhogg's great. We should, we should have another Nidhogg session. Nidhogg and Towerfall. But- They're both really good. I really enjoyed Tower 4. Uh,
0: I w- I really wanted to play more Rumbo for that reason.
1: Yeah, true. Rumbo was really good. It's out on Switch now too. Oh, I have to buy it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's um yeah, I'm pretty sure it came out like a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Too many Switch games come out, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's either coming out soon or a doubt, but and I think it's decent price you know we as well.
0: You know what we completely forgot about? What old school musical?
1: Oh yeah, I did. I went to go buy it, and then I was like, "Now nah, I'll get it next week," and then I forgot. Because <laughs> um, I started playing Dead but, uh, Cells again. So, um, yeah, many, many, many good times. Many, many good times. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? The Biggest
0: one with the most is probably just Smash. Honestly, just Smash. Up.
1: Yep, I think with it's this, the biggest like, one. I think like follow uh, in a similar vein. Um, when th- those epic Minecraft sessions we had as well <laughs> just building houses and and starting little colonies and trying to keep brendan from burning everything down and
0: and then it's... getting pop-ups that ben died mining <laughs> that's right but we'd
1: get we'd hear the oh, fuck and then the pop-up Ben is dead <laughs> It's like yep there we go that's yeah, that's happened yeah nah, like, Lots those... of stuff down there great <laughs> <laughs> just those like collaborative sessions where we just had so much fun playing silly games um I remember playing a lot of, yeah, just smash and not just with like, uh, yourself and Ben and, and broad as well, but like, like other friends like Tonky and, and Aaron, like some other good friends of mine or ours, even like, I remember you, you joined in with a couple of those sessions, which was fun. Um, especially in the, Get the on U days. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Cause like Tonky was like ruling the roost. He was like King of the crop. And then we were like, we bring Karen in and it was like, all right, it's on now. Here we go. <laughs> And then it goes to the point where I started to be able to hold my own. I'm like, yeah, here we go. We got, sure, we got I'm a game excited going. A
0: smash in December. I'm, I'm so, ready. so
1: excited. I'm so ready to get back into it and suck at it for a good two months again. <laughs> and just be It'll like, how do I do it? You'll, you'll,
0: get, yeah. you'll get back in a swing. It'll happen.
1: Yeah. Just got to start using those characters. Just start, stick with what I know of stars. But um, I think it's just, nah, yeah, man, sm- Straight to Ridley, man. <laughs> straight to Ridley. Yeah, true. Um. But, yeah, I think Smash is the big one. Like, it's just, yeah, Smash is the big one. Um, But, like, you know, for the two of us together, I think, yeah, Destiny, like, OG Destiny, playing that at launch and just coming home from work. We've told this story so many times, but, like, coming home from work at midnight, we finish at the same time, we have something to eat, get to, like, 12.30, we're like, you're ready to go, let's go. And we'd, like jump into destiny and play for like three or four in the morning. It was just a, such a good time. And same with GTA five. Like GTA online. Uh, so much <laughs> the fun that. Oh, the heists were so good. I would love to do those again. I really would love to go through well, the heists I mean, again. I,
0: I, pr- I promise you that there'll be some sort of like bank robbery stuff in red dead too. So you'll be in yes. luck.
1: Yeah. I'm very keen for that. Very, very keen for that. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right, though. Smash is the big one. It's just... Is there any specific memories? There's one I I definitely can't say on the air um, that springs to mind that just, I can't get out of my mind. <laughs> I, I, I
0: know the one you say, you're say you thinking of, and we cannot say it on air. We, we cannot. 100% cannot say that on air. Not.
1: And the person involved knows that, too. They are a listener of the horribly show. It's totally inappropriate. It's <laughs> just so inappropriate. But it was pretty funny at Ooh. the time because we were so tired. Um and so young. But um yeah, is there any like specific moment that sticks out for you? In Smash. In Smash, any anyone? Mine's coined the term the Jolly Mac special, like being Yeah, the, the Jolly
0: Mac special is pretty funny. Just yeah, that's like, like a completely now. missing your attack. Especially the charge yeah. beam, just like complete yep. wrong direction.
1: Every time. Every time. Um, I remember
0: the extreme paranoia. Of, like, trying to judge Ben's second slash on Link. (laughs) Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. Killing Mr. Freezy whenever we could to make Ben upset. Yeah. And and Eddie. And Eddie. (laughs) Eddie! (laughs) Um, Yeah, and and defiling the temple in Hyrule Castle by taunting in it. Chucking out taunts, yeah. Yeah. Taunting at 69 that's another one. It's another staple. (laughs) You know, 69% got taunt. We get hit. Otherwise it doesn't count. Doesn't count. We were children. Yeah. We still are children. We ju- we, st- we still do that, Kyron. Hundred percent. As Soon as <laughs> Hyrule, Ca- Hyrule, Ca- like if we're on random and Hyrule Castle pops up, we're just like, um, my first port of call is to go straight to that fucking temple, and just especially for Captain, spam it. especially for Captain Falcon. Yep, because you show me your moves. Um, show me your moves. Oh man, um, good times,
0: man. I, I just, I, it's close. But I need it now. I need Smash now. Give yeah, it to me.
1: I know. Me. I know. I yeah. I'm. Oh boy. Let's 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 wrap this episode up. Thank you very much for your for your question, Ben. That was uh, a lot of fun to go through. Take a trip uh, down memory lane. Apologize, I do apologies
0: it. for all the in jokes and in stories that everyone's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" What? Yeah, that's is happening. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's very true. Um, but yes. Um, yeah. It was a good time. So thank you very much, Ben. We appreciate that. and look forward to creating more memories with you and with you, Kyron, uh, in the in December. many, many, many years to come. Well, oh, in Smash. Especially be- in December. Especially in December for Smash. But like, you know, in the years to come, for sure. Many, many years to come. Plenty more memories to be made. So, um, but I reckon that's an episode, Kyron.
0: You know what, Joel? I think you're right
1: awesome let's bring bring this bad boy home
0: as always we would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the dialogue options podcast we do appreciate it if you would like to keep up with us on the social medias you can find us both on facebook and twitter where we are just dialogue options you can hit us up at the website which is www.dialogueoptions.com uh whatever podcast platform you listen to us on whether it be podchaser podbean Spotify, iTunes, whatever it is. Uh, check us a review or a like or a share, some stars, some scrubbles, whatever it is. We we do appreciate it and it helps a lot. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. And you know what I've been tweeting about recently, Joel? What have you been tweeting about recently, Karen? I can't believe that I might actually be in on... Bumblebee,
1: fuck yeah, dude! I watched that trailer early on tonight. I'm I'm down. I saw Soundwave and like good <sighs> Soundwave, and I was like, yeah, good right, Soundwave. Let's fucking and go. Good, sh-
0: good Shockwave was in there too. Yeah, I was just like just and like yo, seeing these, him come
1: out. Like oh, these
0: G1 Decepticons. I might and like obviously the the guy behind Kubo is involved. I yep. I want to reward them for finally
1: doing what yep. i wanted them to do <laughs> seeing just like the, the the hologram glimpse of like g1 prime heck oh, yeah man Hall
0: and Boy. honestly cybertron in general looks pretty good in those quick yeah.
1: flashes that we're getting yeah i'm fucking down i might be in. S- I, 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 and I, in i i I. mean i i watch. i remember watching the first trailer and i'm like you know what fuck it it can't get it can't get any worse I mean it could <laughs> it very well could, I don't know, but um, I'm like, why not let's give it a go? This could be a fresh fresh take, and i i i I got the feels watching that first trailer, and I got the feels even more so I got excitement it, chills
0: it hit some it hit some like some notes that i I don't think the other transformers movies really did, yeah, like I think the first one sort of tried to come close with the Sam Witwicky and bumblebee stuff,
1: but. Just didn't hit it. I think yeah. I might
0: buy it more in this one. It this feels uh, like
1: this feels like a boy and his dog story, except it's a girl and her robot car. Yes, and that's
0: I'm all about robot cars. Let's go. The big talking point man is John Cena.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, John Cena's in it. This could be awesome. And Haley Seinfeld's great as well. She's really good. But um, but yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about. Where can they find you, Joel? Ah, uh, cool. You can find me at Jolly Mac. Where uh, the last thing I tweeted um. My wife and I have had a pretty rough last month or so for a various slew of reasons, Um, which you know, I'm not going to get into, but um, we had, uh, Ash was off for a couple of days sick from work because she had a really bad cold and we went to go look at a house inspection which turned into us going out for dinner and spending three hours shopping and we spent a lot of money and (laughs) if you want to see some of the things that I bought, I posted a picture of me that I felt like I looked pretty good in um, on Twitter in my, my sweet new my new summer outfit. That's going to be my summer look for 2018 slash 19. If you want a, a sneak peek glimpse at that, in the in the time since posting that, I have bought another two pairs of pants and another two shirts to go with those outfits. So, um, yeah, that's... Well, you been, know what? Uh,
0: you, you, guys, you guys are great and you deserve it. And as they say on Parks and Rec,
1: treat yourself. That's exactly what we say when we were doing it. We're just like, yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> Ash bought treat a whole yourself. bunch of stuff as well. And we were like, fuck it, let's do it. Nice. Yeah, so it was good. It was a good bit of retail therapy.
0: But yeah, that's what like I've been doing this week. It's it's a it's a weird thing, but sometimes, you know, one of the joys of being an adult and having money is you can be like, you know what? I'm just gonna just gonna do this stuff now. I'm just gonna let loose yep. now and Yep. And nuts. to be
1: fair, I got like pretty much three full outfits essentially. Not bad. I got like so, you know. i am gotta get a couple more like basic T shirts to go underneath the the button up shirts, but you know, I can get those at any time and they don't cost that much, so like I'm, I'm pretty set. I'm feeling happy. Feeling nice. Good. Yeah. But that's all I've been tweeting about.
0: Nice. Well, in that case, I will let a wonderful theme song by you take us out, and we will catch you guys next week. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.